show in Atlanta, April 8th, sold out at the Tabernacle. So we added a show. Is that a pirate ship that you're doing the show on? Yeah, the Tabernacle Pirate Ship in Atlanta, Georgia. I added a show April 26th, so I'm going to do another one there. Nice. So if you're in the A and you want to come see and uh, that date didn't work for you or you didn't get tickets in time, April 26th, I'm doing the Tabernacle again. That's a Thursday. It's while I'm filming the movie. I'm doing your scenes. Doing my scenes. Boy, girl, girl, boy, 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 boy. Yep. What kind of scenes? I don't know. It's just guy, girl, guy, girl, guy, girl. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm very excited about that. I also have added shows in a couple cities where shows sold out. Um, I added a show in Spokane. In Washington? You know that's not how you say that. Spoken? No, sperm can. Sperm can. I added a show there. I added, I put two shows up in Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, you know that's not how you say that city. Huntsville. Yes. Stand Up Alive. I added a show in Mamaha, Nebraska. Good. At their Funny Bone. So if you missed out, there's a new show on sale. And, um, of course, I added... Well, I have shows on uh, West Palm Beach, Crest Balls Beach. And I have an added show in New Orleans, Louisiana. So, when are you going? That. When are you going to Breast Balls again? I'm going to Breast Balls Beach in late August. Oh, geez. It's going to be nice and warm. Yeah. Nice. And I have Brea also. I put Brea on sale. Well, that's exciting. That's early Amaze. August. Yeah. Um, what about Eugene? Where are you going to be? March 30th and 31st, Portland, Oregon at Herium Comedy Club. First show Saturday is already sold out, and it looks like the other ones are going really fast. So if you want to come see me in, in Portland, Oregon at Herium, uh, get those tickets now. And then April 29th, Man Friend Disco, Cobb's Comedy Club. Tickets are going for that, too. May 4th, Hunt, Huntington Beach at the Rec Room uh, Comedy Club at Glow Zone. And then May 9th. Oxnards. What? What's ox? I feel like Cox that's... Coxhards. <laughs> Coxhards at Levity Live. Tickets at Christina. It's a great P. club. Online. I haven't done this it's one great. yet. I'm really excited to check it out. Yeah. Check it out. I'm excited to try it out. So you try can see Christine at Christina P. Online. <laughs> I should change my URL to that. Christina <laughs> Christine. <laughs> and uh, mine, of course, are at TomSegura.com. Dot com. Um, I think that's it. What else, Gene? My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, 
go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. And of course, thank you to everybody that has been getting the new merch. There's a bunch of stuff on sale, on pre-sale. There's Water Champ hats, uh, one of me and then one of the false water god is Christine. Excuse me. Uh, there's ball hog shirts, <laughs> oh, uh, change my diaper t-shirts, and long sleeve crew necks. Jeez. Um, there's the not Los Angeles um, t-shirts. I have uh, will you be eating in the car, the YMH zippy hood. They're all there. Uh, go to merchmethod.com slash Tom Segura, and you can see everything. Sup came, Machines Within, Moose Soup. It's all there. A uh, bunch of new stuff. Thank you, as always, for your support on that. You can also go through my site to get there, tomsegura.com. Just click on the store. Thanks, guys. Hey, there it is, Gene. There it We're goes. Back. There it goes. There it is. There it was. Just keep on moving, as you like to say. I don't say that. You're always like, just keep on moving. I say keep on trucking. That's the saying I invented. You did not invent. Keep keep on trucking. You didn't invent that. I didn't? Nope. I feel like I'm a hippie, and that's kind of my thing, is like, whatever happens, there it goes. We have a lot to get into. We have a very exciting podcast today. We do. Uh, we have not one, but two guests, mm. which is the very first time we've ever done that. Unprecedented. Unprecedented. Maybe the last time we'll ever do it. Um, <laughs> our studio doesn't, ac- it's harder to No, I know. Before. It's not a reflection on them. It's just no, it's us. We're like, we have, we have one seat, so there can only be one, but now we have to do. <sighs> but then I know another duo that uh, has asked to come in that we should accommodate too. Oh, yeah? Who's yeah. that? Well, I mean, I should tell you off mic, I think. Oh. And what if I tell you and you're like, oh, God. Tell me, tell me. No, I can't. Oh, come on. I'll tell you off mic. They're, oh. they're coming. All right, let's let's do a proper show open. Let's get this thing going, right? Let's party. <laughs> if I'm like, oh, those guys suck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I won't do that. All right, here we go. I won't say I'll that. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, but come on. I'll, I'll tell you Jeez. later. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, I'm Lucas Werner, and I want to have kids someday. I'm prepared to offer $1,000 to the woman with similar needs that wants to go out with me to dinner at Churchill's in Spokane. So... If this is you, please post a video response um, detailing why you want to go out with me. <laughs> this shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. <laughs> your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Christina Pajitsin. Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. He wants to have children. Yeah, but he's offering a thousand dollars just to go out to dinner. 
Oh my gosh. Is he that? Do you think he's that bad? No. No. I think this is a bad idea. Yeah. And I think it's a bad video. Well, I don't Just know. First things first, bad angle. Bad angle. <laughs> you don't want to make a video where you can see the smoke detector on the ceiling. <laughs> That's always the sign of a lunatic is when the smoke detector's in the background. Just don't even show it. I mean, and yeah. also it's, it's unflattering to have the camera below you. You want it to be above you or at least even with you. Sure. He's standing over it like, anybody want to have dinner with me? <laughs> He's nice. Um, he must have really hit some huge barriers to have to make this video, though. $1,000 to have dinner yeah. with him in Spokane? Guys, we, we have fans in Spokane. Please, somebody go out with this guy. I mean, you don't need that grand, do you? Hi, I'm Lucas Werner, and I want to have kids someday. Duh. I'm prepared to offer $1,000 to <sighs> the woman with similar needs that wants to go out with me to dinner. At Churchill's in Spokane. Churchill's. So, if this is you, please post a video response um, detailing why you want to go out with me. Churchill's. Is it a nice restaurant? I'm hoping. That's what I'm saying. Let's look it up. up. Church Hills in Spokane. Let's see. That's kind of a desperate place. It's a steakhouse. Oh, well, he's got good taste in food. It's a nice steakhouse, it says, yeah. Um, Why the thousand dollars? I mean, I think there's a lot of women out there that would love to have a family. They don't need a thousand dollars. He's not very nice. He's not that unfortunate looking. Oh yeah, they no. got a wine list. They got Let's pull up these entrees. Look, right lobster here. tails. This is a nice place. The steaks. Our beef is strictly USDA prime. <laughs> Top sirloin ribeye, cowboy ribeye. Yeah, a fillet house fillet mignons. This is a fancy. This is a, this is a high ticket. Place too, it's it fifty dollars sure for a steak. This is a nice joint. You can have cougar gold mac and cheese on the side. What's the cougar gold? That sounds good though. Sautéed asparagus with balsamic mm. syrup or hollandaise sauce. This is very nice. Yeah. Oh, beautiful Chops. photos. Also, beef tips. I love it. Alaskan king crab. Now you know how many hoes he's going to have. Just showing up for this free meal, I right? I see stone crab claws here. Listen to me. That's only in season. You know though. how many sluts are going to show up just to eat for this thing? And of course. And not be interested in children? I know. They're going to abuse him. But he's, he's setting himself up. I'll tell you why, man. Because you, you're, you're leading with the, the money to have dinner. Oh, you can't do that. Bad idea. What you should be doing is just like, hey, I'm single. Um, I, I live in Spokane. Kids. I want to have a family one day. But... You know, one day, what I really want to do is just meet someone. Does anybody like? Would anybody like to get together, have dinner, and talk about some of your maybe some of your interests? You yeah, know, yeah, Fortnite or whatever you're playing these days. What and, um, Fortnite? What's Fortnite's that? video game? Oh, um, you know, I think he should just lead with what who is what his genuine interests are. Would anyone like to have dinner? You can just say that. You don't have to mention that it's Churchill's. Anyone like to have dinner? I bet you're going to get a response from someone in Spokane that is single and wants to have dinner with you. I think you're right because you actually, offer money to have dinner. dude, his approach is like a rich guy douchebag approach, yeah, it's, and it's wrong when you think about it. It's like the guy that owns Girls Gone Wild. What's his name? Do you know what I'm oh, talking about? Yeah, yeah, like I, that's how I imagine that guy approaches bitches. Like, hey, I want this. Uh, I'll give you a thousand dollars to just show up. Take it. It's yeah. like it's such a douchey thing. It's totally douchey to lead with money. Yeah. Um, and to be like, you know, if you're you're conflicting what your desire is yeah. with how you're getting it, because you're saying what I really want is to meet someone and have a family. Yeah. I'll pay you just to consider me. Oh my life. It's, it's, it's sad. It, you would get off on the wrong. Here he he says more. Let's see what else he oh, says. This guy's really sad. 
I'm 37 years old, and the clincher here Uh-oh. is that my date has to be under the age of 26. Okay. I know it's a weird request, but right, yeah. I'm offering $1,000, so I think you can see past the ageism to go out with somebody that is fully prepared to become a father. Um, oh, wait a minute. This is way weirder than I thought it was so he wants about five seconds ago. Under 26. It's a weird age cutoff. So they have to be at least 10 years, 11 years younger than him. Hmm. Why? I mean, I get you like young, but I mean, why is it that specific? I don't know. So she's a smoke show and she's 28. You're like, you just didn't make the cut. A smoke show? You know? Where did you learn that word from? I don't know, about six years ago. I've never heard that. Really? I've said it a hundred times in front of you. Smoke show. Yeah. Meaning like she's smoking hot. Yeah. I've never, I maybe I've never listened to you talk. But you're also kind of removed from culture and oh, slang. I'm terrible. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know any of this stuff. I know, Nana. But smoke show is pretty common. <laughs> smoke um, show. So. A shit brick house. Brick shit house. Fuck. I can never get that one. You right. always get it wrong. I know. Why? Because my, it's a Hungarian, it's probably because my mother said it wrong and I've oh, heard it right. wrong. Like, so that this guy's not. Traders Joe. Traders Joe. Yeah. Uh, martyr. How you say martyr. Yeah. She said, she mispronounced everything. But this is all fucked up now. Yeah. You got to know what's going on. 26? <laughs> douchebag. See, he's a douchebag. I was yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. I, I actually, God damn I was giving him more credit. Because he looks sweet. The problem is, like, the look he has is kind of like a doughy software guy. Yeah. And you'd be like, this guy could find a nice girl. Sure. That's not hard, but he's and a Now he's bag. like, I think you can oversee. I'm giving you a grand. <laughs> but here's the thing. What are his, uh, what is he expecting? That uh, at dinner at Churchill's, he's like, so I want a family that should be like, me too. And he's like, do you want to just try to start one? Do you, do you want like, to That's fuck? not how families <laughs> are started. <laughs> like, you don't just <laughs> not have good a ones. dinner. No, not good. Could you imagine that courtship story to their children? No. And I put it out on the internet mm-hmm. asking $1,000 for any hoe under and 26. I paid your prostitute prone mother to have <laughs> dinner with me. Yeah, your slut mom. Uh, free steak is what she got out of the deal. She had children with me. And that's yeah. it. That's all it took for your materialistic slut mom. Okay, he's going to get worse. Here we go. Why worse? Sir? What about me? I want to go and get my AA degree. I'm writing What's a book AA about telomerase research that suggests that men between the ages of 35 and 55 give kids stronger DNA. Oh. <laughs> uh. Associate's degree? So, yeah, but see, now I think what he's actually trying to suggest is that he is in the because it's part of his uh his research or something yeah that shit. he's in the age group to give better dna but for creating a family and a child the younger woman would be the Optimal. better yes oh i mean biologically speaking i should have had children at like 16 that no, would I know. be perfect but to put it in your ad is is still it's, it's, it's strange. quite odd yeah so he's saying that 33 year old to 50 year old men have Powerful jizz. DNA. Yeah. Jizz. I don't think it's jizz. He's talking about what's... In the jizz. Deep in the jizz. Yeah. (laughs) Well, your jizz is very powerful. Powerful Tom Segura. Powerful Tom Segura jizz. We've made two children off your jizz. It's very true. (laughs) Uh, Do you think it's due to your accelerated age? You are 48 years old. I'm not 48. (laughs) The doctors were like, is he 58? How old is he? (laughs) Your sperm was very fertile, though. We used to test your sperm before we had Ellis. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I'm older. And yeah. then what was your... He's like, your sperm counts through the roof. You have, like, 20 million. How it many did you have in a lot? It was a lot. 
Yeah. It was good. He was like, yeah, you keep nutting, bro. <laughs> he said it like that. I was like, that is not medically appropriate. Remember when you jizzed and the Filipino nurse helped you? <laughs> <laughs> that Remember was, that? That was so fun. Yeah. What did you say to her? I went in the room and they were going to make sure I have good jizz. And then she's <laughs> like, you know, she's her eyes are down. She's like, <laughs> here's a TV here and here's a remote. Yeah. And you can find some porn on there because they have it set up to watch porn <laughs> and i was like oh cool and i go so do you stay and she was like no i don't stay with you and i was like i'm kidding i know uh, you don't stay that's the best yeah but she got she was like oh. yeah this is before we had ellis and uh we decided to have the plumbing checked out because yeah. i'm an old bit i was an old mom old yeah. bitch I was 38 yeah they read you the riot act go, at 35 what do i do with it and you know what's weird about the jizz when they test your jizz they go shoot it into this cup yeah. and make sure your penis doesn't touch the cup. That's like impossible. I know. And you're like, what do you mean? And they're like, don't have it touch inside, <laughs> outside, the rim. Just have the jizz go right in there and yeah. then then just cover up. And how big is the cup? Is it's, it, it's a short cup. Is it like a Dixie cup? No, no, no. It's, it's a plastic cup, but it's, you know, it's not that deep. And it's not, I mean, it has a big enough opening, but it's okay. just not deep, you know? They should have... Bigger openings for your dick. Mm-hmm. And they have a specific, I remember they were like, make sure you haven't come within the last 24 hours, but no more than three days. Oh, because that, that's also bad to have mm-hmm. it backed up for too yeah. long. Old that's jizz. So interesting. It's old jizz. Yeah, so you got to have like semi-fresh jizz. <laughs> yeah. Those are the days. Those are the days. Hopefully no more. Here we go. And Herschel's is a very nice place. They offer a $65 porterhouse steak. So <laughs> oh, my God. That we go out to have dinner and enjoy <laughs> each other's company. Oh, my and God. And then maybe have further dates at similar restaurants in town because I have enough money to do this. Uh, we, get, we get it. This dude. This guy's a fucking tool. Yeah, this guy's terrible. You need He's to start. so much worse than I assumed yeah, he Yeah, now I hate him. I like, thought he was like, I didn't realize how calculated and just delusional he is. Yeah. I thought he was just kind of goofy like, I, love, I just want to go on a date. He's just, he's wrong. He's going about it all wrong. Yeah. He might be like Asperger's or something where he doesn't understand. Well, human. he sure hasn't blinked a lot since this thing started. <laughs> he probably doesn't understand human relationships. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing he's on the spectrum. He's touched just a little bit. Touched? Just touched. Are you touched? <laughs> he's just a, a little smattering of touching. Right. Yeah, he's touched somehow. He's this guy's. And um, man, uh, I'm looking for someone with uh, yeah, yeah, similar yeah. desires. Yeah, so yeah, post yeah. a video response, and <laughs> I will talk to you soon. What a so. I wonder if you would take me to dinner. <laughs> You're not I'm a woman. I'm going to Spokane. I'm going to Spokane in May. <laughs> but what if I? What if I just do a video? I shave. I put on a wig, and I go. I saw your video. I'm 24. <laughs> I love Churchills. I love steaks. <laughs> And I want a family one day. I like a thousand dollars. And I want. Can you wire it to me before we go? <laughs> and I like porter houses. And then I'll do a little kind of shoulder shrug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think I could be? You could doll me up to look pretty enough? Never. I think you'd hey. be the ugliest woman I've ever seen. Excuse me. You would be. You like. You could never be transgendered. You would never pass. So it would take so much surgery because your your shoulders are so broad. Like you're such a macho looking man. <laughs> the laser alone, the LASIK on your face to get rid of that beard. Yeah. Oh my god, you have so much testosterone swimming in this body. 
I really think it's rude that you said You're that. You're all man, babe. You're a hideous rude. woman. God damn it. Do you think I could pass for a boy? Yeah. I could. I kind of have like Eastern blocky features. And the older I get, the more I look like my dad. Like I'm aging into my dad, not my mom. No, you don't look like your dad. Oh, I look terrible. No. I could pass what? for like a fay kind of guy, right? No, babe. No. You look great. Like a gay guy? Yeah. I should dye my hair. You could look like a, you would look like an ice skater guy. <laughs> like all those ice skating guys were like, you're like, is that a, that's a guy. With those plump rumps that you liked so much? Yeah, plump rumps, <laughs> high cheekbones. Yeah. Those guys are all straight, right? I, I, could, I could almost go on a date with one of those guys. Oh my God. Like if they did something with the hair and put on an outfit, they were like, <laughs> do you want to have dinner? I'd be like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause their bodies and the, what, the suits that they wear. Yeah. A kind of foxy lady bodies. And the rumps. The rumps are got to die for. Yeah. I'd be like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, they kind of do just How look like... How many wallets do you walk around with? That's yeah. <laughs> really thick in the back. They do look like just bigger women, slightly bigger than the women they're skating yeah. with. Yep. Yeah. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting to something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. I wonder if they're like the hottest commodity in the gay world, figure skaters. Interesting. I know. Like what is the hottest commodity? Yeah. Who's the, to- who's the top of the totem pole in the gay world? Because there's so many like different, you know, well, it's just a, what, you're, what are you attracted to? I think it's the same thing, you know? Yeah. Because there's the super successful... Um, there's that lane of the executive who also spends three hours a day in the gym. Like Andy Cohen. 
like yeah, like but, Bravo TV guy. Well, like, he's super he's successful. Top of the gay food chain for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's up there. But then there's I'm saying like the super yoked ones. You know what I mean? Like where you see it's like just all muscles. Yes. And you see them. But they're like 50, and you would be like, yeah. dude, you look amazing. They're like 25. <laughs> yeah, it's really nuts. There's that. But then there's like the, the, the bear lane. But so, those guys aren't, I'm, no, no, I'm saying like the objective, okay, because in the straight world, objectively speaking, you know, the handsome rich guys are the top of the food I chain, I think it's, right? the, yeah, it's the same thing. It's so yeah, the same like the chain. jacked, the jacked and... Um, There's degrees to jacked though. Wealthy so I think, guys. I think ultimately the gay George Clooney type yeah. is top of the food chain and he's also top of the food chain in the straight world, right? Huh. It's just the... Like the symmetrically good-looking, super successful guy. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And in my and the woman's world, you have to be like twelve years old, like twenty, right? No, no older than twenty-eight. Otherwise, forget it. Yeah, just hot, super hot. That's the good thing is, as a woman, you just really have to be hot. Yeah, you don't have to have a degree. But guys don't care. If she's successful, no, it's almost it's, it's less actually a hindrance. Yeah, it's yeah a hindrance. no, yeah. it's bad. And if, if there's a brain, then you're out doing your own thing all the time. Ugh. It's annoying. And then the talking. If she has a brain, you don't want to hear her talking. And That's her true. Opinions. That's true. So basically, as a woman, you no, just you want to hear her talk. You just want her to hear her say, "Like you're totally right. You're the best. Yeah, I love you. You're so impressive. Yeah, yeah. God, it's so much easier being a woman. Oh my god, I don't want more quality. This is good the way it is. It's good right now, right? I mean. Look, the expectations are so low for us. It's like if you achieve even more than what's expected of you, you're like, people are blown away. I know. It's so great for me. You, on the other hand, white guys, bar is way too high for you. You've invented everything. Yeah. You guys achieve everywhere. It's like, I know. It's like too you much have, pressure. You have a lot going on. They're like, you don't have that much going on. Right. You're like, what? But for me, people yeah. are like super impressed by what I got going. I'm like, it's not yeah. that big of a deal compared to my husband. With white guys, I feel like <laughs> they go, if you go, this person did this, this, and this, yeah. most people will go, that's pretty great. You know what this other guy did? Right. That's always the next sentence. The other guy, he did he did what you did yeah. and like 10 other things. And he invented penicillin and won the Nobel Prize this mm-hmm. year. He's Elon Musk. You ever heard of that guy? Right. That guy's, that's the thing is that the gold standard for men is like Elon Musk, let's it's say. It's totally different standards. Barack Obama. Yeah, of course. Being president, no matter yeah. whether you like or dislike any president, that's, a, that's an men. unreal achievement. And the female gold standard is like Gal Gadot. <laughs> You just have to be like hot. Super hot. It's just be but super talented. Hot. She's talented. She is too. very talented. Yeah. So maybe not even her. But like, the thing about being super hot is you have nothing to do with it. You deserve no credit for being super hot. Of course. No one's saying this is an equal system. No, but I'm just saying is, in general, men or women, when you're beautiful or stunning, gorgeous, sure, handsome, sure, sure. you deserve zero accolades. Of you course. did nothing. You were but just of born. Of course, of course, yeah. yes. That, that's why being a woman is advantageous in some regards. If yeah. you're attractive. Right. If you're a dog. Forget it. You got to work. God, you got to live know. like a guy. And it's even worse because they don't respect you like a guy. I know. It's fucked up, man. In a way, it's kind of good if you accept that you're unattractive as a woman. Yeah. Because you actually start getting treated like a human being. Yes. You know, like men will be true, like, true. Uh, you know, sorry, I spilled that mustard on you. Anyway, you know, it's like they, they just treat you like a guy. Let me get you a beer. <laughs> and they, get, <laughs> they don't treat you like a puppy. They treat you like a person. Yeah, that's true. I would say in my 20s, I was treated like uh, totally differently. And then you, you age into being a person yeah. when you're in turn 40 as a woman. And you're like, oh, this feels so much better. Like I'm being treated like a, like a not like a, a meat. And per- the big fuck pussy. up with a lot of women is that when they're in their 20s and they're being treated special and they're attractive, 
if they don't have the foresight the, and the, the ability to see that that will change, then when they age Ooh. in the 30s and 40s and 50s, they go through their own self-imposed trauma. Yeah, true, true. They go through a trauma yeah. and they don't know how to adapt. And this is when you see certain women go crazy. Yeah. They go crazy with surgery. Yeah. They go crazy with philosophy. They go philosophy. Yeah, their philosophy on life. They, oh, I they, thought they, you they, meant they're reading Heidegger now. No, they're not reading Heidegger. They're saying that like they have conspiracy theories about this and that. Yes. So when they, so they start they to become wacky. Minds, yeah. yeah. But the women who have uh, a real head on their shoulders go like, oh, this is a time in life. And then there's yeah. another time. Yes. And I need to not just rely on... The exterior. Yeah. Well, I think that's great, good uh, counsel for men and women. It's, yes, it's it, true. You know, listen, the, the outside fades, glory fades, beauty fades. No one looks amazing at 70. We're all going to look like shit anyways. You may as well develop a nice personality, right? Yeah. And interests. You may as well be a good person. Jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that we just broke down all of society. That was really good. Well, the reason we were talking about it is because <laughs> we were watching an interesting show about society. You, I have to give you full credit for this. Thank you. You have an ability. Thank you. That I've never seen in anyone else for would you rathers. Thank the you. best would you rathers you've ever heard on this show, Christina came up with. I don't know how your mind works. Thank you. Your diabolical, evil, twisted. Truly psychopathic mind yeah. works. Uh, and also to find these fucking shows <laughs> that are horrific and fascinating, and I can't turn them off. You're welcome. This one... You're welcome. Was, is it Age Gap or Love Gap? I think it's Love Gap. I believe Gap. it's Age Gap on Netflix. Okay. Yes, I do feel as though I'm drawn to the truly depraved. I like to find these shows that really make you feel gross inside. It's called Age Gap Love. Age Gap Love. Yes. So this one's a, it's a British show. So we finished, we talked about recently that we finished Love After Lockup, <laughs> which I just didn't think could be topped. It's so fucking fantastic. <laughs> and that's a show where ultimately what we walked away with is we have much greater empathy for the felons uh. that have been released <laughs> into society <laughs> than these sad souls that insist on dating them and, and basically manipulating them to be how they expect them to be <laughs> once they're out of prison. It's right, because it, it's all about control. It's like, I want to hold this person hostage. Yeah. They're in prison. They're not going to cheat on me. They can't do anything wrong. And then when they get out, this immediate push to marry because they want to keep them on lockdown even more. It's so sick. So with this show, it's about people who are dating or married. I think they're actually all married in, on the show. Married who we just finished episode one, so you can join right along with us, uh, who are married, and there is a significant age gap uh, between the two people. These are Ugh. married people. The show was filmed all in the UK. And they're all hideous. They are horrifically unattractive. I mean, the ugliest human beings on earth Jesus are age Christ. gap love. These people have age gaps in be- between them, I think, perhaps as little as... 18 or 20 years, as much as 40 years in between them. Uh, we have a, an 80-year-old woman and a 40-year-old man <laughs> who I was like, something's wrong with this guy. And then he was yeah. like, something is wrong with me. Because <laughs> he was like, I fell in love with her. I lived at home until I was 30. Yeah. I enjoy playing the organ. You're like, this guy's touched too. Something, something's, something's wrong. off with this guy. And then he comes in his goofy ass fucking sweater. She's like, "You're wearing your pullover, I made you." He's like, "I love this pullover." 
I have my own problems. Uh, it's got pink in it and my jumper. It's oh, so bad. Then there's the... Se- our favorite uh. is the 74-year-old man <laughs> who, drum roll, just became a father for the seventh time. Right. Seventh time. Right. Seventh five, child. He five has five adults. He has five adult children who the oldest is 52. Get your life. And then he's on baby number seven. He's 74, which I don't know. As a father and as an expectant father, the idea that I'm going to be 74 and do this. <laughs> you see this with rock star. Mick Jagger's done this. and No, John yeah. Stamos was on the cover of People. I was he's having my ultrasound. Mid-50s. Yeah, and, and people are celebrating him like a new dad at 55. Like, yeah, why are we asshole, celebrating man. this douchebag? You're an asshole. You're a fucking total selfish piece of shit. You I mean, are setting your kid up to not be around. Yeah. Like... Chance of I me, mean, of course, you're like, well, what if I do live till I'm 100? Okay. Not really. It's possible, but you think like you're guaranteeing that? Well, not these English motherfuckers, because the guy who's 74, he runs a pub, so his face is bright red. He drinks every day. He looks eight and a half months pregnant. <laughs> he He's got shit. one of those. It looks like there's sextuplets in it. I mean, it's hard <laughs> and round. Like Kate from John and Kate. Oh, he looks terrible. Yeah, he looks, looks fucking terrible. terrible. Yeah. He's not living the life that's conducive to living to be No, then there right. was the other guy. I mean, yeah. at least he's not having children, and he really looks like dog shit. With they the all look shops. like fucking yeah. dog shit. But then he, he fucking, he's like, oh, uh, 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 I lost my breath there. And she's like, sit down, sit down. <laughs> So he just loses his breath every few minutes. Just standing. Yeah, just standing. And and of course he's going he's gonna to die by episode two. I know. For sure. Yeah, but these people having kids at that age are <laughs> such assholes. Yeah, because I don't care. There's, there's one couple that there's two couples that anger me. It's the one who the woman was 40 and she hooked up with a 16-year-old. Of course. That is A, illegal. He's a child. It's wrong. Yeah. So that's fucked up. That's abuse. It's abuse. It really is. It's not okay. And then there's uh, the couple that have children, the 74-year-old guy and the 30-year-old. And that fucking 16-year-old, by the way, maybe when she was 40, I can see if you're 16, (laughs) it's enticing, but she turned into a full-on basset hound. I mean, she is... She is woof woof brigade. It's not good. It's and the not dog good. pound, as you oh, say. Oh yeah, they're all barking. They're all there. dogs, though. Yeah. What are you talking about? Even the guys are dogs. They're all fucking dogs, dude. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, but what's my favorite is the elderly lady. She she had a husband for fifty years, and on the deathbed, the husband said to go find a toy boy. Is what they call them in England. I guess not mm-hmm. a boy toy. And she has she wears this Cleopatra eyeliner. Oh my god! And she has white, 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 white hair. And what, Tom? Oh yeah, she's got um, triple H yeah. tits. Big fakers. Big old fakers, which is fine. She's actually, you know, she's she seems fun. Yeah. But during the sh- the episode, she's got these crazy triple H tits. <laughs> she's like, I think I want to go get bigger tits. And goes to the doctor, and, and you see her getting examined. He's like, I really don't think you should. You tits are enormous. Because he goes, the skin is sagging already, yeah. so you're yeah. going to have these these cantaloupes that you can't even hold up. It's I think terrible. the worst thing has to be, because, I mean, I'm at a certain age now, and I'm okay with it. It's got to be horrible to resist and resent your aging. I, I think that's going to be what I... One thing I don't... I don't give a so much... I don't care so much about the physical appearance of me aging. I'm worried about not being able to do the things I want to do. 
That like, that bothers me. Like rock climbing and all the I love rock climbing, karate, yeah. all these things I do, scuba diving. Just like jumping out of bed quickly oh, oh. or going up the stairs without worrying about oh, my hip like breaking. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you got a long time hopefully for that to worry about. Just doing Pilates. Like I, I was listening to Jane Fonda talk about it and she was like the workout queen, you yeah. know, and she still works out. And um, she was asked, like, well, how do you work out now? And she goes, well, very slowly and very carefully, even though she still does. Like, stuff like that kind of bums me out where you're like, Well, I have done this thing now. I've been doing weightlifting with a trainer. And now, as opposed to just a few years ago, I do a ton of warming up before I lift. I don't go. Like, I used to just walk in and be like, just pick it up and go. I have tweaked and just kind of hurt things so many times now. That I make it a 20-minute process before I, I do anything mm. of significant weight. Which is smart. Well, which is going to... I think it's going to get worse, obviously, as you get older. I you know? know? So you have to get your body ready for that shit. But that, I'm not so much like worried that. about that. I'm saying that, like, when you're... Like, when she, that lady's, like, 75 or something, the tits one, the big oh, tits. Yeah. And she's, she's essentially, like, I got to be hot. And you're like, but you're you're seventy. Yeah, six just years give old. that up. You're not in that category anymore, dude. Yeah, and she's you know always wearing tight and revealing things, and it's like, I know. just be old. Just be like a really good looking older yeah. person. That's fine to be dignified for your age is fine. But you can't buy that low. You can't buy being you know distinguished or classy. well. Because the thing is, I mean, you and I have talked about this before, especially like let's say women in their forties in my age. Uh, you can get all the Botox and all that shit in your face. Mm-hmm. You don't look younger. You just look shinier and weirder. Yeah. You never really look younger because of this crap that you do. Right. You just look weird. So you choose between looking shiny or looking your age. Yeah. It's like, okay. And you're not fooling anybody. You really are fooling people. There's you're not a lot that are. You're definitely not fooling anyone. Unless you're Dr. Drew. That guy looks fucking amazing. But God damn, yeah. He's like jacked and his face looks great too. I bet, I bet he has some secret doctor formula he's not telling yeah, us Yeah, he's doing doctor shit for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's doing doctor shit. We're going to get him aside one day. He'll be like, oh, I didn't tell you guys. <laughs> I've been doing secret doctor shit. Though. Yeah, I drink blood. Mm-hmm. He's a vampire. It's children's blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Virgin blood. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Jean? You know, I, I got to tell you that I have a dental update. Um, I'm not excited 
But, uh, you know, I eat all night because I'm a pregnant lady. And uh, I think it's given me a cavity. Really? Yeah. I'm experiencing pain on the right you did side. Say you had pain. Sensitivity to hot and cold and sugars. I, I'm going to have to do it. It's, you know what, though? I'm, we're so busy. That's a problem. But I know I have to do it. And I'm going to do it because we believe in going to the dentist. It's, it's the most important thing you can do for of yourself. Of course. I have a dental update from uh, Kafia from Nastyville, Tennessee. Ooh. Yeah. Hi, mommies. I just went to the dentist for the first time in nine years. All oh thanks to God. you. I avoided it for so long because when I was 17, a dentist cut all four of my wisdom teeth out while I was wide awake with no anesthetic. What? And then wouldn't, what? wouldn't give me painkillers because I was a minor. <laughs> okay. But I hiked my jeans all the way up and faced my fears. I was so sure they'd tell me to throw my whole mouth away. But what I need is a full mouth uh, debridement, debridement to clean plaque buildup, eight fillings for tiny cavities in the molars, and a night guard because of my grinding. I have a few chips caused by the grinding that the doctor is going to fix for free. All of it will be about $200 with my insurance. Thank you for your dental shaming. Coffee from See, this. we're helping people here, Gene. <clears throat> well, through shaming, yeah. I mean, shaming it, works. It, there's no reason not to take care of your your fiefs. I know. I got my own. I'll tell you what's going on with me. It's it's. Yeah. I mean, you think you have a cavity? There's a couple of things. A, I need to get a new mouth guard for. You do. It's been a few years now, and it looks kind of not so. Attractive. It's a little worn. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice way of putting it. It looks <laughs> a little worn. You know what, though, the preventative cost is less than. When you let it build up for nine years, 10 years, 15 years, you know what I mean? Like going now to get this nine tiny little, years. paying like what, a hundred bucks to get this filling done now yeah, versus the root canal and then the replacement no, tooth. It's like... I'm due for a cleaning too. That's another thing I got to well, do. Why don't I call after this and we'll set up our appointments. We'll go together. You want to go together? Hold hands. Have a whole dental day? Yeah. You know what we do when I get my teeth clean? Mm. I just listen to the podcast. Yeah. I listen to other people's shows, not ours, but... <laughs> yeah. Listen, bring your bring your podcast. Bring your what are you listening with you. to lately? What I love podcasts? obviously the JRE that's always in there. Yeah, uh, Leanne Kreischer's new podcast, mm. uh, Wife of the Party. Yeah, is out. So that that's kind of interesting. I love hearing Bert's wife talk about their life and yeah, stuff. That's good. Uh, I love Dr. Drew, always on Drew, and Mental Illness Happy Hour with Paul Gilmartin. Who we had on the show. Yeah, fantastic. What do you listen to? You listen to podcasts? Mm, not really. No, I haven't heard many. I mean, sometimes I check, I check out Joe's. Uh, I'll, I'll scroll through because he gets just amazing guests, you know. Oh, my all. God. I know. So I'll just find there's going to be someone on there who's interesting that I want to hear about. So yeah. I'll, I'll go through that. And sometimes, you know, it'll be Marin. Um, oh, yeah. Marin's always Pete Holmes. Great. I'll just see like who I find interesting to listen to. A lot of formats I can't handle on other podcasts. You know? Yeah. Like what bothers you? I don't know. Just if they have like their own. It's. it's easily what somebody could not like about ours. <laughs> like if they have their own weird format that I can't get into out of the gate. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I was, I checked out a couple good ones too. I mean, I, I checked out pod save America. It's very political, but you know, they get into it right away, which is an easy way to listen to a show. I think, you know, yeah. I, I don't like, I don't like podcasts with too many like corny, um, gamey segments where they're like, which one of these people is? And I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't fucking care. Too no. many mics is also a problem. Yeah, I don't want to hear six people on a podcast. That's the I'll turn no. it off immediately. I can't do it. <laughs> I won't uh, any you know what I really fucking hate mm. when the two hosts at the top uh, don't just get into it and they're like, ah. <laughs> 
yeah. hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hi. And you're like, how many fucking highs are we getting? I know, like you a know, lot of establishing highs. Yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. You know who your fucking co-host is. You guys have been doing the show for years. Get into it. My uh, my dad wrote a porno. That one was good. Oh, I've not even heard of that. That one was really good. My dad wrote a porno. Yeah, this guy, this British guy's father wrote an erotic novel. Ew. And he and his friends get together and read a chapter and Ugh. make fun of it. It's <laughs> That's hilarious. Fun. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was really funny. That's I really good. enjoyed that. But yeah, why don't we set up a and then you know what? We can tell our listeners right now. Join us. Let's all set our next dental appointments. Yes, together. Today. Let's listen Let's to do it. you as you listen, call your dentist. Get your teeth cleaned. Should we uh take a quick pause since our guest is supposed to be here any moment? Yeah. It's probably easier to do it now. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Hopefully when we press record again, we'll be with guests. All right, and just as I promised uh, before we took a, a quick break, we're back and we're being joined by not one, but because of their own demands, two guests. <laughs> what? Yeah. Which is a first for this show. It's always... It's in our podcast writer. It's in the writer. So you have to have us both on. Yeah, we have like a lengthy writer. Uh, don't look us. No eye contact. Yeah. Oh, throughout the entire thing. One. Yes. Yeah. You guys are known to be jerks kind of. In the you can known? look at my tits though. You can look at them the whole time. I, when hey. I, when you talk what? to me, I'm like, Hey, I'm down I, here. Eyes down here. I'm down here. Eyes. <laughs> they go by the bros. They say always, just say, they always lead with like, call us bros or don't call us at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the bros. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's the joke up, bros. bros. They go by the joke bros. Joke bros. The, the joke fun- bros are here. The funny bunch. Uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, say, so I should say, the Slar Brothers, of course, we are here. They are the Slar Brothers. Yes. They are comedians. They have specials. They have um, great. Po- they have more than one podcast. Two, Two podcasts. Dumb um, People Town, which you've done and yes. you will Dumb do. Dumb People Town is really fun. You're, you're coming that. on. You're coming uh, on. Of course, Dumb of course. Uh, and then uh, View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and, and sports. comedy. But we took a deeper dive into sports, which is actually really fun. Yeah. Um, but sports too. You guys are uh, were known even before, obviously, the podcast. You guys had. ESPN show. You had a show on ESPN called yeah. Cheap, Cheap Seats, Seats. Yeah. Uh, back in the mid-2000s. These are so Michigan men, if I am. Yes, Michigan you are correct. Men. We just won the Big Ten tournament. What a great day. Good feelings. Everything. Good feelings. It was like that. Harbaugh's going to come through, dude. It's going to work out. He'll eventually He'll come through. You're yeah. wearing like Michigan colors today. Uh, that's, that's, do you think that's on accident? No. No, no it's not. <laughs> yeah, I did it for you. Thank you. Um, I did it all for but you. But before we get too far out of the way, and I know we'll get sidetracked with a bunch of stuff, uh, one of the main reasons you came on, besides the fact that we are thrilled to have you and we love you, is that you are promoting a new movie that I think is going to really click with our audience. <laughs> yes. Why would you think that, you um, guys? I will so let you go ahead and tell us the name of your new documentary. Well, first of all, I, it came out last week. All right, it's called Poop Talk. It's a documentary about poop. Why is this something that everybody does, but people really don't talk about it? Yeah. You guys talk about we it. Agree. Oh talk about it. You we guys agree. talk about it. And your fans talk about of course, it quite all a bit. The time. You were so telling you me will they, love this. You will love this movie. So it is people talking about it. Although we released it in the last couple of weeks, we're like, we should have called the movie The Brown Panther. That was a mistake. I mean, that would have been. Shape of Toilet Water. Man. <laughs> Lady Turd. Lady, Lady Turd. Lady, Lady Turd would have been great. Turd. Thank it's you. It's like when Fantastic. you're in, it's like the week after you shoot your special and then you're on stage, there's no pressure and you're like, why didn't I ever say it this way? Yeah. I got this I'm shit. so good yeah. now. Now I understand what the bit's really about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, get it out. Would have been fun. Too. Get uh, it out. Get it out. God Come damn. on. Why? That's so many. There's so many. <laughs> so it's called Poop Talk because, I mean, truthfully, as we were naming it, we as comedians wanted to 
give it like a clever name. We're like, we should call it Fecal Matters, you know? Oh, like that's something good. another like, good one, yeah. right? Wow. So, wow. And, and then every, or we said talking shit or shit talk or whatever, but I, the people who were kind of, you and know. And Eddie F would sue you, but yeah, I get I, it. Yeah, yeah, he would. Well, he'll sue he's us He's going to sue us anyway, that's yeah. Because um, we did one college last year. He's going to sue us. <laughs> and we're huge in Australia. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I love Eddie F. So, wait a minute. So, tell, take me through the origin of... I mean, the movie. We're, we're already, fan, but like, how does the idea, like the idea come to let's it make was, this? It was not our idea. Our friend who we went to camp with, who's actually a really smart filmmaker set, came to us with this idea two years ago and said, I want to do a movie uh, about the history of poop. And I want just you guys to help me produce it. I'm fascinated. So here's yeah. the thing. You know how with every I'm comic, board. I'm sorry to cut you off. Yes. But every comic, especially uh, you talk about, there's certain wheelhouse topics that, you know, like, like make them smile, light them up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you say, you know, you could talk about, like, I'm definitely, uh, if it's sex, dirty, dirty talk, you know, like dirt, old school, dirty jokes. Yeah. That always makes me go, I go like, yeah, yeah, yeah tell, me, tell me, tell and me, tell me. And murder. And murder. But, uh, murder is fantastic. But 100% yeah. through the uh, more than 12 years that I've known Christina, if you, if somebody says, and then someone took a shit over there, she's like, what? <laughs> and she starts laughing. You yeah. get giddy. It's Radar, her, like yeah. a schoolgirl. It's yeah. her favorite. It's it is my favorite. favorite. I actually have to pull back from writing so many poop jokes in my act. I've had other comics be like, whoa, a lot of poop jokes. Huh? <laughs> once like, once yeah. you've had a baby, like it oh. just, like everything comes out when the baby yeah, comes yeah, out. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Other yeah. people's shit comes out of you. Yeah. It's like all sorts of stuff comes out. So wait, so your friend, secrets, so our friend, so our friend came to us and said, I want to do this thing. And we said, I don't, think we can do this movie because I don't know that we can handle this the way we just weren't sure that we can handle it. And so he said, don't say no, think about it over the weekend. Tell me the movie you'd want to make. And we were like, all right, if we get funny people to be honest about how they feel about it and try to make an honest film, it'll still be funny. And if we get at like, why is this something that obviously you're comfortable talking about it? We're comfortable talking about it as comedians. But why are, why do everyone, why do we pretend we don't do it? I mean, that's just, it's an insane that there's like, we've passed, when you think about sexual stuff, you've passed so many tab, what used to be taboo is like, oh, that's yeah. like way, way Although worse. I do feel like we're swinging back around the cul-de-sac to a more Victorian era. Yes, the like, puritanical right. millennials it's, are calling yeah, them. Yes. Puritanical yeah. millennials or, you know, just the entire movement of like, can I put my hand on your hand? Right. May yeah. I, is this going too far? Right. And, and you know what? I Like, this is a job interview, so you can't. No. I didn't experience <laughs> this in the past um, 10 years, but this year, I have never had such strikingly different sets. Blowback. In, dif- in different, I'm saying, same, you can do a set yep. in two different venues yep. and feel like you did them 30 years apart. Yes. Oh my God. That, that I've never had before. Where I'm like, because you're like, I know this material works. Yeah. I do it everywhere and I know exactly where the lap points are going to be. I've get. done them 30 minutes apart where I've been in a venue in Los Angeles, done a set, mm-hmm. ate shit to a point where I'm like, I don't even know if I know how to do stand-up anymore. Right, and, and I'm scared by, by the reaction that I got. And then drive to another place, do the same set, and have it like Destroy. work great. Yeah. Well, what's interesting? I mean, I'm always a big. I think that's a great thing. Like we should always be staring into the abyss sure. of our own career, saying like, "How the fuck are we going to do? What's next?" Yeah. Because I can't trust people who just are always their ascension. Of course. Is like straight up, I'm like, not that I can't trust them, but I have nothing in common with that person. Yeah. Because you always have. I feel like you are a better comic and you're a better person when you say like. I mean, that's why that's actors who who rise up. Don't ha- lose touch with reality. But when you're a yeah. comedian, yeah. <clears throat> you put yourself out there. You stand on the stage to live we or die a, on the stage. We did a show oh, yeah. on Saturday night in Detroit. 
and it was a show for the like next generation Jewish Federation, 800 people at this big, beautiful Fillmore uh, sure Theater played the sure film play downtown in Detroit. Very yeah, cool theater. Nice, nice place. Beautiful venue. And I thought, 25 to 40 year old Jewish people, we're going to like light it up. It, we'll just live in the pocket of our material. And they said, You Jew motherfucker, you. Exactly. Yes. So <laughs> open with that. Open yeah. with that. Yeah. And yeah. then yeah. close there. with that. Yep. But I was like, and again, with material that we've been doing this material, we know it were we know where it's yep. going to do what it is, and uh, it was definitely like we rough were, sledding. Rough, sl- we were sl- we were yeah. slugging it out with these people, and I literally at one point wanted to be like, "What are you guys doing? Dude, you're here for fun." Here, and here's the here's the truth, man. The worst audio. I, I I'll say it from myself as somebody that we live in a progressive uh, city. We all are pretty liberal minded people. Mm-hmm. The ultra liberals are the worst comedy yeah. audiences I mean, ever. I don't know if even they're yes, terrible. terrible. It was hard. So I they mean, have no sense of humor. Well, they yes. don't know. Like part of what we do is cross lines. You want to cross yeah, the line. That's the fun part. I and mean, you almost have to set up. Yes. Go the, ahead. But, but if the audience laughs, you haven't crossed it. You've just found that lovely edge. It's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where, we, we say, where is the, we were, we were hosting the final draft awards. Okay. Final yeah. draft, the writing oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's there still was, around. and there was, it's still around and they would give these lovely awards out and it was at the Paramount theater. It was about 500 people there. It was really cool. And we were like, okay, where, let's bring out the trophy. Where's so you can the see line? It. Let's bring out the yeah. trophy so you can see it. That so was in our beautiful opening. woman who comes, comes out. We're like, can we please have the trophy girl out here? I'm and like, I, that's maybe a little too offensive knowing the audience. Let's color what she really is. Trophy wife. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, so that was a joke, and yeah. that's fine. We knew that was going to be okay. But then I said, "Listen, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. We're sorry for that joke, and we're sorry to her." I said, "I'm sorry for everything that Hollywood has done and probably will do to you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they didn't like yeah. that. They didn't like that. But I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit. The first thing worked, and that's all that I really care about. But it was. It's just again. Find, that's what we do as comedians. Yes, that, of course. Find because that line. those people start to go when they're at shows. Start having such an awareness of like they want to be right rather right. than have fun. fun. Yeah. I mean, it. it goes both ways. It's like, I mean, the crazy thing is we have material in our show that is anti, you know, anti-Trump. We yeah. tell how we feel about things. If you're being yourself. Yeah. You're up in Rochester and we kind of present the topic out there and like half the people don't want to hear like, what we no. just had to say. Yeah. No, and we're like, up. all right, well, you're jumping on board with us because we'll actually make a point that even if you support the guy, you can't deny that we're right, that we're wrong yeah. on this. We're right. But it's yeah. interesting that we're, what we're all saying, it sounds like the, everybody's divided. There's two kinds of comedy audiences now. It's split, much like people who support Trump and don't. Like, I think the country is just divided right now. It did, although we just did a project that is also, it's coming out on Audible. It's like an audio book. And we went. We're jumping off the the poop movie. We're jumping off the poop movie. Yeah, but they're moguls. They're moguls. They're like, we do this, we have that project. (laughs) Moguls. Moguls are like tiny little bumps at the bottom of a ski run. That's what kind of moguls we are. Yeah, that's the kind of moguls we are. And so, like, we, so anyway, it's about. You know, you guys go into a town, we try and experience as much as we can in that town and then write comedy about it. So we set the challenge. Plane lands on Thursday if you're doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah. night shows. Can we write 10 minutes of material about the town that we're in? And That's your guys' like self-imposed challenge? Yes, we did, that on this, we did this on this project. And so like local material that then speaks to a larger, broader... So it's an audiobook. It's each city's a chapter. Oh, and cool. like they follow That's us from the fantastic. second we land throughout the... We make an observation in the field. So it's like each chapter is about 35 minutes long, 40 minutes long. And so 
you know, it's basically three documentaries in one. What it's like to be comedians at our level traveling around right now. I, I, I grouped you wow, in. Wow. Although you guys, are, you guys are beyond our level. No, 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 no. You guys are in a different level. Then what it's like to be in those cities right now. What, what, is, what is Denver dealing with right now? How, yeah. is, how has weed changed Denver? Can gay people still live in San Francisco? They can't because they've been right. priced out by tech bros. What's Kansas wow. City grappling with right now? Like how, like what's Houston like after the hurricane? We and were there after for the hurricane and then after the, the Astros, Astros won. Like what are they, what's their mindset? So it was, so it was all that. And then it's about what it's like to create a joke. Like how do you observe something in the moment? Like when we were up in Buffalo, we did this like a long time ago. I didn't know that Rick James is buried in Buffalo. Mm. Fucking buried mm. in Buffalo. Yeah. How, that should be on their airport. Yeah. Is what yeah. We said. It's like, welcome to Buffalo. Rick James is buried here, bitch. Exactly. That's it. It'd be perfect. <laughs> so we go out to his grave. be a statue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Front. We just go. a guy forcing a woman to smoke a crack Just pipe. beating a woman with a crack pipe. <laughs> yeah. So we go to his grave and we're like, and, and taking the audio at the grave, and it's insane. We're walking out to this grave, and there are people at the site. I'm There's like, like, what are you la- doing? They're here? like Hawaiian lays, res, because oh I guess God. nobody repped Hawaii better what? than Rick James. Why? And they're like empty <laughs> beer bottles and stuff. And we're like, what was artfully placed here versus what just blew yeah. in from the highway? And that is probably a better, the best metaphor for the guy's life. Yeah, yeah. So like right. his trash was also going on to other people's. So graves. this is an audio book that's coming out. Audio. audio. So it's What's on it Audible. Called? It's called Sklars and Stripes. And Sklar. here's what I've gathered so far from you guys being here with this. We're going. You guys are lazy, and you really we're lazy, lazy motherfuckers. Get your shit together. So and then you guys will love this. Is we pulled six minutes out of each of the ten cities, and we made a comedy album. So the comedy album is going to come out as well. And each track is like just Tulsa, Kansas City. Oh, it's fantastic. So it's just a different way to do comedy album. So that the crazy thing about that is the first weekend we did was San Diego, American mm. Comedy Company, the weekend after Trump got elected. So that Oof. was batshit crazy. That's and then wild. the next 13 months it's was us going around time. to Kansas City, St. Louis, Madison, you know, Houston. These are not all blue state. We're not all going. Yes, yeah. we went to Portland. Yes, we went to San Francisco. But San Diego is a little mixed. Yeah. Went to a lot of different. Like I did Louisville the week that he uh, was elected. And, and what did you do? You did like a, the, a theater? No, or? I did. I did the club. I did the club there. What's the club in Louisville? Laughing Derby. I don't oh, even know if it's still yeah. doing it or not. Right. But oh, yeah. it was the week of, and uh, that's a blue city in a red state. Correct. Is, but for the shows, it's definitely mixed. Yeah. But what I learned that week, and this is like the week of, like it got elected Tuesday, Tuesday Thursday. That was, that was our weekend in San Diego for for my show, which I'm like I don't I didn't have um, a lot of political stuff stuff. But like when I brought it up, everybody was like. Can we just talk about something else? And then, Aww. and so I would, we would, you know, I would joke around about a couple things, but as soon as I just moved on, everybody was like, oh, thank you. Like, you could tell that they were just like, they're was over a, it. It was a little for that, that week. Yeah. For San sure. Diego, though, was worried. Like, we got into the wall. We're like, shit. Wall's man. coming. Wall's whether you coming, want it or whether not. you fucking want it or not. We're like, what do we do with it? We said, you got to have fun with it. Rock climbing wall. On our side. <laughs> Obviously, on our side. I'm not going <laughs> to let you do it on the other side. You don't want to help them over the wall. And then we said, but if, the, you, if you put a rock climbing wall on our side, you could book your kid's birthday party. Down the wall. <laughs> Where are your kids having a birthday? Down, down at the wall. wall. Fucking go down. And then we sat on the other side of the wall for 200 yards up to the wall. It should be the American Ninja Warrior course. Yeah. E- Mexican totally. Ninja Warrior. Because if you make it through that, you just deserve to be an American citizen on 100%. the spot. 100%. Not a dreamer. That's hilarious. That's, that's a great is, idea. That's so, how yeah, they get our that's citizenship. That's how they get the citizenship. <laughs> I love it. 
not only not only do you become ideas. an American yeah. citizen, you already own your own CrossFit gym, small oh. business owner. And so then that <laughs> this is great. So so we wrote that that weekend that we were there. We're like, okay, this is what's on our mind, and this is what's bothering us. And this we is were feeling it. very helpless and frustrated, and we're like, this is going to come no matter what. Maybe some people were, are going to be psyched about it. Maybe they won't. But if we can make the whole room laugh, then we've done something in this if moment. If everyone's la- even if they're laughing at something that's not political. Okay, mm-hmm. and you have read like you, that weekend, like you said, yeah. you did the rest of your set. The rest of your set, they're laughing. Yeah. What you're saying to them, essentially, without them even knowing it, is, "Hey, you guys have stuff in common." Like, let, let's like let's the whole just... room's laughing at his uh, old sex jokes. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the whole room, you made a room full of people who probably, if you weren't talking, would be yelling at each other. Right. You made them come together and laugh in and, this. And moment. that is what we truly. That's like the beginning point. I do believe that that is the beginning point. Hey, we have stuff that we can all laugh about. Let, right. Let's start there, and then obviously we disagree on other things. But it was that was fascinating. So that's called Scholars and Stripe. That'll be out on April fifth on Audible. But it was a fascinating thing, and I think as stand-ups, you guys totally can you appreciate. The other thing is, you go on the road, and I know it's it's hard because you guys aren't together. Do you travel together no. sometimes? No. So you go separate places. Yeah. You get out there. It's very easy to get isolated and just stay in your hotel and not. That's what I do. Yeah. Really, the we whole isolate. time yeah. you just stay we don't there. Don't do shit. You just jerk the... off the whole time. I, uh, he does. Oh, I just okay. I order room service. I eat. No, yeah. I. That's I, your see, version of I feel yeah. like it's got. You start to. Um, what is it like? You know, retract into a dark place. Yeah. If the week is long. Oh yeah. yeah. So like you know the isolate. Um, That's my therapist. Isolate. Yeah, yeah. But you don't so, bring someone to open for you. No, I do. Okay, so, so what happens? But even then, a lot of times they're like. You know, they'll text me, hey, what do you want to do? And I'll be like, just leave me alone. And then, uh, but then, you know, by Yeah, because I bring openers. Because I'll bring openers. I'll bring the opener who will leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. That's the guy I pick. He's going to leave me alone. That's like the person with a heart condition who can't walk up hills. They're like, I'm just not going to walk up that hill. You're you're conditioning yourself to the point where you're like, I don't need to go that way. But now it's been enough years (laughs) of touring where I'll recognize that it's not healthy. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll tell the person, like, we are having lunch and, like, seeing a movie or doing something tomorrow. Like, so I'll, you're I'll like, so them. for the next half leg of my tour, Tony Robbins is opening. <laughs> yes, that's who I want. He's going to oh, motivate no. me to get my ass up. Because yep. sometimes you go, you know, you're, it's like day two or three and you're just like, God damn it. And just the act of leaving the room and doing and oh. it could be the most mundane it could be coffee at the corner you're I like know. oh this is better i'm not just sitting in the room so so when we were getting out and then so we would put it on us to like write this stuff we yeah. were like and the crazy thing about this this we did it in rochester and we weren't even doing it for the project. So we were in Rochester this past weekend, and we are like, oh, let's see how much material we can write about Rochester. And the guy who you know opened for us was really cool, and we were like, hey, and we brought our buddy up from New York who featured for us. So we are like, all right, we're like a four-man. Because when we go, we're like, if, I like a descending on a town like you're a band. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And we're like, we're going to go do this, and we're going to do this, we're going to go out afterwards, and we're going to do this. Because for us, we're like, if we're away from our kids and our families, mm-hmm. we're, we're already work. getting shit for being away mm-hmm. from home, I am not going to have a bad time. Right. Like I want to enjoy myself because the amount of flack I'm getting for yeah. being away. Never heard of that. You never. Oh, you don't get any flack. Don't have that she does not give you any flack whatsoever. Especially never. when I'm uh, five months pregnant and he leaves. It's yeah. totally fine. It's fine. It's just go have fun. You can don't get drunk. It. You can get hammered. I mean, Let's talk about something else. So, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I mean, it's all nice. The that you good guys... news is that your son's not a handful either. So no, he's at that age where he's just self sufficient. Never likes just to let take, him be. Never likes to take your lipstick out and write on the walls. Easy. And it should be fun when number two there comes out. Even easier with the second child. You're talking about guys who have two 
kids. So oh yeah, we're we're I'm, I've got ten a ten year old and a twelve year old. I just dropped my twelve year old off yesterday. Mm. You want to talk about like moments? I just dropped her off yesterday at the roller skating rink for like a just her and her friends. Mm. That was such a moment. I literally was like about to cry and then mm. Michigan won the Big Ten tournament I was like <laughs> oh there is a God and I was like well, whatever happens to her is fine let me, I have a uh, just don't get stabbed this let is me ask you this do you like your life Christina? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God Uh-oh. we witnessed that once we yeah. witnessed a couple who invited oh us over gosh. and Ouch. it was uh, they're older than us mm-hmm. um, nice house very nice house like very successful yeah and um we were new, you know, like new a parents. new couple, like a new, no, we had, we had new no couple. kids, no kids yeah. yet. And we're just sitting there and they're serving like this nice, um, it's like a late lunch and they have, they invite a couple other neighbors over and they have this big, nice house. Mm-hmm. And then she, she, uh, starts telling them, she's like, Jesus, she's like, look at your body. She's like, you really, like, really have let yourself go. And I'm like, taking a bite. Oh, yeah. man. To she, her husband. To her yes, husband. In front of you guys. All of us. Strangers were like, what? And, and then I'm like, oh, my God. But had he let I himself go? I just want to know. Dude, Not no. really. No. Had, I would pay. So he had, he had, first of all, he, he was had in, four pack abs. Dude. Yeah. He was an all American in college at a division one. All American douchebag. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, nailed it. So he just looked like a, like a, 55 year old dude slightly added yeah but like yeah. not bad didn't look bad no. okay and then, great for 55 and he and swam every morning we heard him doing his fucking yeah. laps at five in the morning so can we just say he looks great for 55 yes. average for 36 yes. yeah 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 fine it's, it's so she fine. said you really let yourself go yeah and he and you She's guys like, cause, go to- oh because i think he took like a big serving so she goes jesus you're gonna eat all that <laughs> and he was like <laughs> She's like, I mean, you should have seen what he looked like when we got married. Didn't look anything like this. And we were like, Jesus Christ. And then I like put a, I put like a spoon. I'm like, I guess I'll have small portions today. <laughs> right? She shamed you. And then, yeah, and then we just kind of, you know, she says something else. And he goes, let me say, let me ask you this. Do you like your life? Do you like living here? Yeah. How do you like your life? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I was like, you know, Whoa. did you at one point as you're eating, like, he's got a point? Yeah. Oh, of, <laughs> yes, course. of course. Do you like, do you your, like life? your life? Of well, course, because. She did nothing. nothing. Her children were grown, grown and like I gotta tell you something. still living at home. She didn't like her life. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that is the answer. It. Well, I mean, to me, and you guys were talking about the Olympics on a previous episode. I mean, that is, and this is, I love when anybody starts. This is why I love your podcast because it's like deep, deep relationships. We're, we were talking about we're why we love why your, your podcast. podcast is great. Okay, and here's what it is. Yeah, you can talk about. That. You're both funny. That's it. Okay. That's, that's the it. end of the. That's Thank the you. end. That's Thank the beginning you. of the end of the thing. No, it's not. A, it's, it's not a, a funny guy with his wife who's also along for the ride, or a right. hilarious yeah. woman, woman with, with her, her dumb, dumb husband. husband. Right. It's like you guys. Boo. You guys both. Okay. Attacking on a high level, and your relationship is so great. Randy and I were like, "Can we ask them at some point today during the podcast if they would open their relationship up to just the two of us? <laughs> Can we join just your, to be just just to hang in the bar with you guys? I would yes, just, of course. And yes. let me just ask you both: Do you like your life? Yes. Do you like your life, Gina? <laughs> but you guys have to commit to family dinner. <laughs> I can do that. I fucking love. I just dinner. love how you guys talk to each Gee. other, even if this is the only time you talk to each other like this. No, all no, week no. Long. no this is normal. I love it so it's much. So it's actually like the healthiest. It's like do you joyous. Wanna, do you want to know why? Why? Because we talk about pooping in front of each other. That's it. It comes back to our movie. It comes yes. back to poop talk, which I can I just lament that we Wait, didn't have you guys in the movie. So it's you're ridiculous. it's very upsetting. I, it is um, so upsetting. I'm gonna, get out, I'm first, gonna get out in front of this apology. You know, here's the thing. <laughs> I first we had dinner a few weeks ago with uh Brian Volkweiss. Yeah. Who uh did the movie. Yeah, and, and oh, he did. in charge of and he goes, Oh, you know, 
He goes, I have this, uh, the, we have this documentary coming talking out. it up? Hey, yes. He goes, I have this documentary okay. coming out. You're going to love it. And I go, what is it? And he goes, it's about uh, uh, poop. I already and I go, it's a poop documentary? He's like, well, it's like a bunch of comedians, though, talking I, I, about poop. And I'm like, my heart sinking. I, go, I know. How are we not invited? You, you don't invite us to talk well, about I mean, poop? This we is literally, But this is literally the studio that poop built. This is the We're in a poop built. building yeah, I right mean, now. So we when we make the sequel, number the deuce, two, the deuce, <laughs> you guys are all guys over are so, all over it. Wait, when your friend tells you, you, you think so he about said, it. No, he, and we said, no, I don't think we can do this because I don't know if we can do this the right way. You know, truthfully. I but then like, we, we came back to him. He said, think about how you, if we could get comedians. I mean, there was no budget and we had like a day to do it. I guarantee you, by the way, if we would have asked you, you guys would have been gone out of town. But. I'm not trying. You're to, totally possible. I mean, because we had like a day to shoot or two days to shoot, but it was one. It was one of those things where we called the improv and said, "Can we film here during the day?" Yes, they gave us a fair price and helped us with that, which was amazing. We pulled a bunch of people in. We Brad Williams is a comedian who I love, who's oh, in the film. He's so that. funny. He was not someone we thought to ask. Yeah, he just happened to be at the improv that day. He's like, "What are you doing?" We're like, "We're making a movie about poop." He said, "I said, do you have a story?" Just. For the hell of it, and he was like, "I have the story," and I was like, you "Do you want to hang?" You know his story? I don't know his story. Oh my God. I'll, he, I'll do the setup for it, and then you have to watch the movie. To okay. Hear it. He tells, by the way, I think the centerpiece story of the movie, and we didn't we didn't even <laughs> ask him to be in the movie. And and he, he just, just was up. luckily there. So he goes into a public bathroom at a restaurant to take a shit, and he's I like, think "It was a club, maybe." I something. don't know wherever it was. He said the. Yeah, he's like, I guess I have to use the handicap stall because that, he's a little person. He's a little, yeah, little he's guy. a dwarf comedian. Dwarf yeah. comedian is the way he describes it, and so he's, but he's got big ideas, guys. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and he's very sensitive. He would never use oh, the handicap. No, yeah. no, 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 no. So no, he, no, no, no. he's like, I go into the bathroom, I go to take a shit, and I'm, I guess I'm the one who's supposed to use the handicap, handicap stall, so I'm going to use it. And he gets in there, and the toilet is somehow higher than a regular oh, toilet, geez. so he's got to get up on, and his, as he describes, like the parallel, like, bar. parallel, hilarious. Bar. Yeah. Yeah. So back. <laughs> Well, so can we take a look at the trailer just for a moment? Yeah, like go let's for just it. see. I mean, I don't know if it's uh, it's in it. You, it's, yeah, you're gonna be mad. See, um, you're gonna be mad. Let's see what. Don't yell at us. I just hated pooping so much that I figured poop is excess food or whatever. Oscar loser. I was for years <laughs> a little obsessed with trying to eat the he right amount. He was so funny on the Oscars last. But time. then I would still poop. People clock my restroom visits because somebody will see me go into a bathroom and be like, oh, that's the guy from Modern Family, and then be waiting for me coming out. It's like Can my worst fear. It's like, no. I'm glad I don't he's at that level. poop. They'd Tom, be like, whoa. He's both of them bigger than I Five minutes in there. It has this very powerful disgust, biology associated with it, and then the culture reinforces all that with shame and embarrassment. I'm okay with you knowing that I'm doing it. I'm just not okay with you hearing it, and I'm not okay with you smelling it. Yeah, IBS, I really think it's story. called number two because it's the second best thing you can do with your body. My <laughs> mother used to call them bell movements. Poop. 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 Right? Fudge. <laughs> I definitely think about poop probably more than most people. I don't know. Maybe everybody thinks about poop a lot. It's the only thing that we can all agree on that everyone does. It might be slightly different, but we all get it. The way that we can take in and eliminate impurities, it's a biological marvel. I don't think I've ever pooped in Royal Stadium. I don't think I've ever pooped in Dodger Stadium. Oh. I know I've never pooped at Staples Center. Great line. <laughs> poop all down my leg. Oh, I love Mickey. My legs didn't dangle below the door. Another dude, when he left, he thought he was by himself in the bathroom, so we just 
turns off the light. I was freaking out. <laughs> it still has not been verified by me. I may have cleaned up Nick Swartzen's poop. 100% true, by the way. <laughs> It's a super funny movie. That's great. Right. That was awesome. I'm done with my poop talk. <laughs> so his Aww. daughter named the movie because she called him yeah. Middle Vernon. That's so, awesome. Uh, That's awesome. Yes, we are bummed that we didn't ask you guys to do it. And well, I'm super sad. We deserve all the shit that you guys can throw. Well, I tell you this. We were, um, when we first heard about it and we processed it after Brian, I was, we were kind of hurt and then angry, mm-hmm. um, and then, went you know, the stages we, of grief. Yeah, bargaining. all the stages of grief. We're like, we're I mean, the, that's, we I go through like, all those stages when I took a shit. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's literally something that's leaving. <laughs> but then we realized that Little death. the, the <laughs> two grief. of us are actually, um, working, we've been working on a documentary. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. About and <laughs> it's not yeah, I'm something. Amy. I'm Becky. And we're 45 years old. Uh oh. And we're addicted to being identical. Perfect. And guess who we didn't call to be? (laughs) I am addicted to. I'm addicted to Becky. Uh, <laughs> one of them's hot. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> How wh- wh- on certain days does the novelty um, oh get old? It, I, there are moments where you're like, <laughs> and we fought for years to not be seen as a gimmick. We wanted people to be like, right. that's a great comedy team. Oh, I mean, though, not on on stage. You guys are are a great comedy team. You guys are great comedians. Thanks, thank you. It's a, it's no doubt at, at all about it. But I'm saying, like, you know, if some like oh, yeah, some dude six eight, everyone's going to be at least. How's the like, weather up there, bro? And every day, all like, the time. Look Jesus, up, man. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we're we are grown men with families, and right. like we aren't seen as the Sklar brothers or twins in our family. Like I'm just a guy course. who was gone for two days and didn't get anything done around the house. Yeah. Right. Everyone's mad at me. I'm the guy who forgot to pack the undergarments for my daughter for Les Mis. You know, I'm like, right. that's who I am. I'm identified as that person. So when we're walking, especially like if we're doing, you know. Comedy in a city, some other city sure. or somewhere. That, that we'll just be walking down the street and they're like, you got, that's so cute. We're like, you have no idea. 46 year old man. Are, you guys, you guys, that's so funny. You guys finish each other's sentences. That's so great. We're like, hey, let's stop focusing on us finishing each other's sentences and let's focus on OJ finishing one sentence. How yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah. How about it? Yeah. How about that? Because the guy hasn't. Uh, no, our, our, it really is annoying. And But, um, you know, we, we're we nice people. We try to not get in people's You get spaces. the fascination though, right? I understand the fascination. I do too because on some level we're like we are trying to judo that fascination into something deeper which is most people see it and they're like did you guys ever switch on girls? Like that's a that's a deep Seated thing, we're like, Jesus you mean, Christ. yeah, you mean you're, you're pull off a rape? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Us? Have we done that? <laughs> and we were really excited about it. to hear the story about that. Like, number one, we didn't go to Michigan State. No, and we were not. Number two, like, th- that is the most bizarre thing for yeah. you. Yeah, that's what is, that, is that what people ask you most? What's the question that you get one, all the time? And you're just like, because we. Who's have, the good one and who's oh the God. bad one? We're like, mm. yeah, that's right. You know, people aren't nuanced at all. No. I mean, there's no, you know, there's no, we're like, we're both. We're all that thing. In, in every so there is a little bit of that fascination and truthfully we understand how much we bring it on ourselves by working together being on stage together it's a lot being, it's like it's we know that like we're stepping into the but circle. we're not those girls we don't dress alike and we yeah. are addicted to it we are like there are moments where we've like shown up at shows and like similar <laughs> and without even checking with each other yeah. and like close shirt and, and so like, then I'm what? like I gotta go on stage in a parka I mean yeah. that's what I'm wearing or tonight. one of us has to die 
Yeah. Yeah. Go do home, you, shirtless, you, and go die. Do the thing where you pick up the phone on the other ones, or I don't know if we can do that nowadays, but back when we had regular phones and the, yeah, other, the other ones, ones on the on line. On the line right there. No. That kind of stuff. No, although the, the one time in our lives, this is pretty recent, which is insane, that something weird happened that we couldn't explain it, and now we just want to pretend it didn't happen. Uh, we... So we were going out of town to I do a gig. I can totally explain it, by the way. Okay. We're going out of town to do a gig. Completely explain it. And we always take the the last possible flight out to go to the gig and the first fi- possible flight home sure. to be with our kids and our families. And so we're getting up at 5 in the morning, like day of the show, to take a 7 a.m. flight, probably the East Coast or mm-hmm. somewhere. And sometimes we'll call each other just to make sure the other one woke up yeah, you know, and is in the car and heading to the airport. So I called him to find out if he was coming and, or he called me and I saw that he was calling, but I couldn't answer the phone. Why? Because I had to pee so badly in the car. Like, and this never happens. I peed at home on the way to the airport. It's like 12 minutes after I got in the car. Yeah. I, something strange was happening. I thought I was dying. I was like, I got to pee. I go into a Seven Eleven, which for some reason, I guess I'm the only person in the world who knows that there's no bathroom in any Seven Eleven. Oh, anymore. why don't they? It's so it's rude. Dumb. So rude. Guy said, we don't have it. You yeah. said you can pee in the slushy machine. Yeah. Okay, so let's <laughs> make an improvement Deal. on that. So I go around. So I'm like, I don't know where to go. Nothing's open. I walk around the corner. By the way, I called it a slushy. It's a Slurpee. All right. Okay, let's yeah. all get let's... straight that I fucking, I gave it. You've ruined the podcast. I took a yes. what you've done. <laughs> Apologies for Randy. We, I walk around the corner. There's nowhere to go. I crouch down between two <laughs> apartment buildings like a homeless man and just pee in the street. Okay? That's, I had no choice. It was yeah. coming out of he my. also peed sitting down, which was. <laughs> it was odd that I. <laughs> I didn't have to pull my pants down. All the way down. I peed. All the way down. I squatted and peed. Uh, I get up. I run back to the call. I call Randy. I'm like, hey, I saw you were calling. I didn't want you to panic. Worse, call my house and wake my family up. I am up. I just had to pee. But he had to leave that message on my machine because I was driving to the airport too. And for some reason, I had a cup of coffee (gasps) in the morning. I had to fucking pee. And I went between an apartment. Okay, so that's weird. I fucking peed. And I was like, because I was like, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere for me to go. The traffic is so bad. I got to Is that weird? Wow, yeah, that is weird. Amazing. And that was a moment where I was like, "Yeah, it's a little too weird." And we kind of don't want to. It's almost like we're denying. Yeah, yeah. Wait, why were you? Why were you? It's almost like we're denying that nine eleven was an inside job. Why? <laughs> why are you saying I can totally explain? I can totally explain it. Though. I think it's because I had a cup of coffee and the ride was like forty five fucking minutes. But I didn't I, have a cup of coffee, and it was I was only like fifteen minutes into my ride or twenty minutes in my ride, and I had. And I also think I didn't want to like go into a bathroom and get a key and then have to oh, wait and whatnot. I was like, well, maybe I can well, go and pee at this. It was very. Very odd. That that, that, that is probably the most odd. That Here's is the odd. only thing our audience wants to know. Okay, she couldn't get inside. She was too tight. Yeah. And so you stepped in. Yeah. My. Do you my, have a smaller penis? No, is that why? No. No. no he had another girl. Okay. okay. There was. They were friends. I thought it was like you couldn't fit inside, so he called no. you in because you have a narrower penis, and he was like, "It's okay." We got everything. It's the same. Yeah, we're twins. <laughs> you the same? I didn't. So we were talking to twins about their dicks. Yeah. That's the kind of show you're on. Thank I mean, God you're here. What? Do you no, guys? What have, show is that on? This is um. This is our our is that new, Good Morning America. Our new series, uh, <laughs> identical everything. Wake up, brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Slide yours in. Uh, I is there an age though? Um, like is it like uh, fifteen or whatever in puberty where you're like, yo, are our dicks exactly the same? <laughs> Did not. No? Did we not. didn't do it. You know what our parents did what? that was so... What? Our par- never did it because our parents very smartly put us in separate rooms. Yeah. Uh. Separate rooms changes everything. This is what I would tell anybody who has twins. 
give your kid a ch- separate rooms because it allows them to. I don't to- understand that. So they, they were good with just being naked around each other in front of, yeah, and with like I other women. So. And yeah. that. Also, good looking, weird. by the way, good looking guys, mm-hmm. okay? They seem like both like dicks, but good looking guys <laughs> who, good looking guys who should be able to get women. Yeah. And so now you also need this ruse where you're both kind of double teaming one girl. Yeah, that's so like that to me. Yeah, I just I don't understand it. Yeah, I, don't, I don't buy it. I don't get it. It to me feels like a, a step back. Yeah, a little rapey. Yeah, step so back. So wait, what you're saying is you guys have never showed each other dongs and been like, is that identical to? <laughs> no, no, never. really. What no about desires. assholes? You never Jesus show each other your, your my, Ours are different. Mine has glasses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> his, is, his is a glass hole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you guys poop in front of each other? Yeah, uh, yeah, have, yeah, yeah, definitely. We've done that. Now there's got now. I'm imagining every parent of twins that they force the era of like the match, like you know, oh, match Jesus. up. Everything's the same. Oh, matching outfits. Again, our parents didn't do that either. Our parents, Your parents are smart. They were amazing. Super people. evolved. And and the truth of the matter is, and this is like super deep. Uh, but our mom and you, this is crazy to even talk about, but our mom, a year before we were born, uh, delivered a baby that lived for four days and then died. <gasps> oh, so terrible. Like. To go through that, I came in, you know, oh my as God. you know, you're holding a yeah, baby yeah, yeah. inside you right now. Crazy. Imagine, and again, at a time when they didn't have technology, right. she was pregnant amongst all of her friends who had had kids, and then mm. suddenly four days after she gives birth, no kid. So, like, the, the devastation in that era, a year to the day when that lost, when she lost that girl. We were born. Two wow. fucking day. Two, so, two healthy babies. Two healthy born. babies. So, wow. like, look, I'm not a firm believer in, you know, some other presence that makes things happen. I really believe that it's all got to happen on earth while we're here and people have to do it between each other. And you can't just be like, I was an asshole, but I believe in Jesus. So everything's cool. You know what I mean? Like I can't do that. But if you were to believe in a higher power, like that is the time to be like, okay, I had nothing and was in the worst place. And now I just have two. So I think that informed the way their attitude was towards us. And they were very like, they cared about us and then had it evolved. They had a lot of like internal gratitude that it worked out. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, those are the twins. We just threw the same fucking trash right. bag on both of them. And that's what it was. You know <laughs> what I mean? It was bag. sort of like we cut it up in half, and now they're both wearing <laughs> yeah. it. was a lot of thought was put into, hey, we were these the are- only kids. We weren't like we were like an only child. There was a lot of attention and love and care. I mean, but still, and I would argue this as parents today, like, our parents loved us, I would say, more than our friends' parents loved them. And that's not, that's not even bragging. That's just the truth. Sure. They're definitely super way more thoughtful, especially in that era, to be like, let's give these two in their own identities, identities. not rhyme their names, not make them sit in the same room, not dress them alike, not do all that stuff. And so, but they also didn't know what we were doing 95% of the time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 70s and 80s. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, They were like, where are they? Like we'd be playing football on the corner with like all the neighborhood kids. No fence. Basically like a a chance for like a child molester to swing by a predator buffet. Predator buffet. Just like grab the predators. You never planned to rape and executed it like you said. No. But um, did you ever do something fun like, uh, I don't know, like with an employer or, um, you know, a teachers. Yeah. School. Something like that. We did switch once in school and there it, it is, but That's it great. was, and it was not as great as it, it was like one of those things that kind of said to <laughs> us, great on paper, but terrible. And also practice. that like, we should never ever do comedy. Cause we kind of got into comedy when we were like 14 years old. Whoa. So this kind of told us never do this stuff on, this would never do that on stage. Like we switched classes cause we're like, we're going to really full. No one really knew. Our friends kind of knew, but but it was but 
but you did it for a gag though. Like, yeah, yeah we did gag it for a gag. Like April Fool's Day, and then I was like, oh shit, I now have to take a quiz in his oh, class, oh, oh, and I don't know oh, what oh. is going on. This is stressful. This oh, isn't right. fun Sucks. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it was probably like fun for like four minutes, and then there's another like fifty minutes that have to so, go. So it, that same year, I had a home economics teacher who was terrible, Mrs. Frank. She was like absolutely horrible, teaching about cooking and sewing and all this other stuff, stuff that you should know. Horrible human being. On <laughs> on on Halloween, she put, had like an ape's mask on, oh and she came in with like an ape's racist, mask. right? Racist, kind of. But she came. I wasn't in, even thinking that, but she okay, came in guys. with an ape's mask on on Halloween, and people were dressed up in costumes and everything. And so for three quarters of the class, she taught the class with the ape's mask. I hated this one. Three quarters of the way, and it got too hot, and she took off the mask. She took off the mask, and I screamed when she took it off. <laughs> That's in horror. Great, in horror. Yeah. She took it off, and I was like, oh, my God! Yeah, yeah. That's a great bit. Good yeah. jokes. In Good comparison laugh. to the us switching classes, that was a way better bit. And right. that, to me, tells like you everything we need to know about where our minds are in how we use this thing that we do. Although I do think over time, what we've realized is that they're having two people on stage. It's actually, to, now that I think about it, it's so much funnier than the reaction I gave. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's very funny. But imagine that yeah. as like a, like a 15 year old kid pulling yeah. that bit off. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it's very, it's it's very funny. Bit. So, and I got in trouble and I, we told our, my, I got in trouble, like went to the principal and the whole thing and they called our parents oh. and I, t- I told my dad what I did and our dad who, was not a great he he was a great businessman he's no longer alive great dude great businessman but not great in school and i said dad this is the bit and this is what i did and he's like it's funny yeah he said did it get laughs i think he said did it get laughs he said did it get laughs i was like dad it's funny did it kill yeah it killed yeah it killed but i mean he couldn't be mad He's I like, couldn't be mad mo- at In that moment, I'm like, I mean, if your kid pulled off a good joke, like a good joke, you'd be like, no. I don't know what I can I'd do. I'd be here. like, look, we're in front of these people. I'm going to, I'm going to yell at you. Not to. Yeah. I might even spank you, but that's, <laughs> that we're going out to dinner. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can get some ice cream for that. Yeah, for sure. That. But I mean, it was just, again, but that kind of said it. But I was saying about the stand up when we're on stage, we just have to figure out, and we talked deeply about this with you. Yeah. Just in terms of uh, set, because we always call him the setup master. Two thousand setup master. Yeah. He's so economical with his. Like I could take your setups and cut them in half and make them more powerful. But cut them in half, <laughs> make them more directed, and make them. More, and we're like fucking setup master. Two thousand. Do it. Set it up, man. Set, set it up. It's because all in the setups. So much. And and what I love in watching your standup is that the setups get laughs. Like yeah. as you set things up, you're like, if it's set up right, you get credit for the concept. Double, yeah. double laughs. Double laughs, and then you see it executed. But we. Were always like, well, what's how do we then, you know, two people on stage is very different. Like, again, you know, your point of view in your special mm. comes through so deeply. Your point of view on the show comes through deeply, but like, if the two of you are on stage it's together, yeah. you kind of have to, like, what's our well, you collective know, what's point funny of view is or? like when we do our live podcast, which is a lot of fun, we haven't done one in a while, but yeah. when we've done live ones. Uh, part of it is that you know the audience there is so familiar with the show, yes, which is actually like a cheat code for setups. Oh yeah. In other words, we bring up a topic, they're they all like, I know what the topic is, and then you can just go 
joke, 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 joke. Because right. it's it's That's all right. very much set up for you, which and is you've esta- fun. You've established your voice on the yes. thing. Yeah. But, you know, a singular point of view on stage. This is the yeah. way I think about this. So we have to kind of figure out, it, it's like one layer removed as we do our stand-up. And then as we play our bits out, how do we do it? Is it just examples and we're both rallying them off? Or are we acting out a scene? Like we just realized in our latest hour of stand-up as we're sort of turning, because we did an hour, that we did an hour for CISO that, See so folded, and now it's going to be on stars. Which well, is at great. least I got a second home. That's yeah. great. Well, I, we, yeah. were, we were Good. discussing like what happens yeah. to all these CISOs. And specials? there's so many great people. There is so many great people. Yeah. Like, Fahim Anwar, uh, Diaz Lose had one on Diaz. there. Yeah. Stan Hope has I one. Know. Jesus. So ours, so ours had never premiered. So it's actually going to premiere oh. on. Oh my god! Hey, so it's going to be on stars. And my first question was, why not Black Stars? Come on, play that clip again. It was too small. I tried to slide it in. Slid mine in. I thought yours was more narrow or something. No, no, it's the same. Narrow. She was very. Well, you guys might know something about this. Last week we were talking about our uh, at our son's preschool, Mm -hmm. um, where we leave him fourteen hours a day. Mm -hmm. We dropped him off, (laughs) and uh, leave him there. We uh, he locks three hours. He locks up. He does. He locks up. But they were telling us, oh, uh, there's a little, there's a kind of uh, cases of hand, uh, foot, foot and mouth, mouth. going on. Yeah. And we were talking about, I was like, I don't remember anybody ever talking about that when we were kids. Foot, foot and mouth, mouth disease. I thought it was hoof and mouth disease. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever said it. We, I remember hoof. chicken pox. Yeah, we had chicken pox growing up. Well, somebody, I don't know if this even addresses hoof, it, but somebody says, I recently contracted hand, foot, and mouth as an adult. Wow. I have to tell you, it sucks a fat donkey dick. Yeah. You get terrible, Which is how he got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you get terribly painful blisters on your hands, feet, in your mouth. Go figure. Aww. Walking was a fucking nightmare. Keep your kids away from that shit. <laughs> I fly a lot. My doctor says I probably touched some baby jizz on a plane. I didn't even what? know it. Yeah. Make sure you wash those paws every time you get off a gross-ass airplane. Yeah. Ugh. I didn't know that. Take a shower. But was that, do you baby remember jizz. that being a thing? I don't remember that. Being a How are babies working. that you know? Babies like, baby was just so pleasured. Wait, did your kids ever get that one? No, it, but it, but it was around in school. I remember it. Someone, I'm like, and then you're like, lice. we had lice. Lice, lice was lice a big one. Like, I never got that one. We, I never. My got, kids have had it. It, there yeah, was always nasty. like that it's time you went to the of. nurse and she had like plastic bags yeah. on her hands and popsicle sticks yeah, and, and they check like your fucking through, through your hair like she's looking at records at a record store. Uh. But hoof and mouth, man. yeah, the new strokes out. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's horrible. And as an adult to deal with like a kid sickness, that feels. Oh, we do every. I mean, we're you get it. You get everything that the they worst, that yeah. they give you. It's I've been healthy for a whole three weeks now. I'm like praising Jesus. You don't even know how it feels. You're like, oh, yeah. This is what, what it feels like to be normal. Wait, this is what it feels like to take a full breath. Yeah, like, normally can't. When do does it. this end? Like, uh, it, because your kids are around and because you're about to have another kid, and eventually that kid will be in preschool. It's whenever your kids get out of preschool. Preschool's the ground zero for all this shit. Preschool's mm-hmm. a fucking petri dish mm-hmm. of yeah. disease and. So awful. by kindergarten, this kind of slows down. I think yeah, so. It does. God damn, I, does it? I, I think it does. The adult hoof and mouth disease. I'm just going to call it hoof. <laughs> adult hoof and mouth disease. That to me is like the fact that this person contracted that and, and definitely probably got it from on a plane. Yeah. Everything's nasty. Tired of all this motherfucking hoof and mouth disease on this motherfucking, motherfucking plane. <laughs> Wasn't that Sam Jackson? Wasn't Jackson's that Sam Jackson's I line? think it was. I think it was. Is that what he said? So do you guys talk about your pooping on this documentary? We do. Or? We do. Because Now, we, what did you find? Did you find that women are more squeamish, obviously, about pooping? No. Really? Absolutely. The women in the movie went off. Uh, I love it. It sounded like they had some confidence right there. And yeah. We were like, yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, there's no... Yeah. The, the truth of the matter is, like, 
it really shows how in touch you are with your body. If you are pooping and you have a good poop, yeah, you know. It's when that's you your body. Shit. When, when you, you ace the shit, shit and only yeah. have to, and you wipe and there's nothing and just, there, and yeah, you yeah. just like walk away. You, it literally that's like a mic drop. How does that even happen? <laughs> uh, what I happened to me today. I just had a clean how wipe. You ace the solid shit when the, all it comes together and nothing gets on the yeah. wall. I will do like I'm a casino pit boss and I'm done with my shift. Yeah. That's not a pit yeah. boss. That's, that's a yeah. dealer. The, deal. the dealer. Yes, that's right. <laughs> no, but I, the pit bosses also want to show you that there's nothing up their sleeves either. No, but I mean, yeah, it's a great feeling, right? No shit yeah. up these sleeves. But yeah. Feels we, like you've accomplished something. Right? Yeah. It, so, uh, you know, we haven't done it. I, I For me, I had hemorrhoids. That oh, ruins terrible. the whole pathway, too. It's horrible. No, it's, it's a bad thing. But when you do it and you get one in and you do it right and it feels easy and it like comes out. Having hemorrhoids is like trying to stuff like an otter through a pinball machine. Terrible. Well, I get them pregnant the last, at the end of my pregnancy. Yeah. It's horrible. I don't have them now, thankfully. Good for but you. towards they're, the end, dude. They're oh, awful. Brutal. You should have had my terrible. dad on. You know, he's, he's really he's quite famous for his hemorrhoids. hemorrhoids. No, his shit talks. I mean, he's, he's. Did he tell you about his shits? Like, growing, oh. constantly, dude. What was it like? Door open. This is what happened. Report. It's just. It's a had a great shit today, Tom. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, yeah. it continues. I mean, to this day, I mean, I get phone calls. Uh, had a great one. That was great. And he's like, I tell you a story, buddy. I was just uh, down the hall, and uh, there's no, <laughs> just down no, the hall. no paper in the stall. So you know what you got to do is you got to stand up and squeeze the cheeks. And my pain, my trousers were still down, mm-hmm. and I had to waddle over <laughs> to the next stall, and there's barely any paper in there. And I had to waddle out. I'm like, are there people in the bathroom? He's just like, waddling down, he's waddling down with yeah. pants down, pants down. Cheeks together, balls like, out. He's like, it was a blaster, so there's shit all over my cheeks, and I'm like, holy cow! And it's, uh, I mean, this is that all is the time. so that is rid- phenomenal, ridiculous. This is graphic. super old, but this might be him. I think talking to me about it years ago, and I pulled out my iPhone, mm-hmm. and you just started recording. You see. Yeah, let me see if he brings. He might bring it up immediately because <laughs> this is how I. I used to just call him and, and call him and just see what was on. What's going on? And then go straight. A lot of times shit. he starts starts conversations with, with this buddy. right away. Hey, Dad. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good. So this is the first that you heard it, right? First time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did did make any announcement or no? I just rang normal. This call oh. is being recorded by. Oh, so he knows this one's being recorded. I used to get him like, uh, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I yeah. love it. I he love always the way says that. I love it. Hey, it's buddy. like he, he entered the call like you he need had to wipe down. Tell me about wiping. Yeah, you got to wipe down. Yeah. I, he, you need to wipe down? I love how he. <laughs> it's not right. It's well, that was, back. That was advice for. Back. I go, what? I go, sometimes you just keep, like, you know, you keep wanna, wiping. You're wiping. You're wiping. Yeah. Nothing. I go, what? Ready. I don't know what to do. He's like, you need to wipe down. And then he would say, you uh-uh. need to stand up. And let everything fall into place, uh-huh. and then sit back down yeah. and wipe. And maybe no. you won't have a constant wipe. He, you definitely don't. And I think your dad was what he was alluding to is you don't want to get poop in your vagina. <laughs> no, <true>. never. <laughs> now, have you Always guys ever well. had a bidet experience? No. And we talk about this in the movie. Oh Somebody, my God. let me tell you, the bidet Whoever was is, crushed like the electric car was crushed by a powerful lobby in America. Like there's a lobby saying, "Don't do the bidet." Do you guys have the Japanese application yes. of their fucking yes, toilet? Yes, best thing in the world. Two robot toilets. What happened was stream. We, water going up into your ass that you can best. that Rob Corddry says in the movie I I can really dictate what the temperature of the water yeah. whether it pulsates or not yes and I do 
I do too. Dude, and you blow dry your asshole amazing. too. Amazing. To blow dry ever. your asshole is like I just have a blowout. So That's, good. That is the equivalent of having your hair blown out. Well, now it's just nasty when we take a dump in hotels and then you're yeah, you mashing do? the toilet paper against your butt. It's just, it's vulgar when it, you're used so to washing friend, it. So a friend of ours said, like, if you got shit on your arm, says in the movie, you got yeah. shit on your, had a little shit on your arm. Would you yeah. grab a piece grab of paper? Grab a piece of paper there and just wipe it off and be like, all right, I'm Call good. it a day. No, you fucking wash it off. Right. You put soap and water on right. there. Right. And that's Wash your do. ass, man. Yeah, Americans are nasty. It's, I, uh, I think yeah. Americans have a have an aversion to it. And this is what Dr. We when we did Dr. Drew's show, we were like, Dr. what is the deal with this? And he's like, I think Americans have a psychological They think the bidet is like how, how Europeans, Europeans wash shower. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. They don't yeah. shower and they just use the bidet that somehow yeah. getting into that will mean that you'll just that's all you're gonna well, do. Here's the thing. Maybe the, the old like the bidets that were around when we grew up. I always thought that I was like, that's crazy. You're just gonna like you just waddle over to that yeah, thing. That sit just on seems, it and let it do. Yeah, thing. but the now with washlets where you just go press the button. You we rented a house. Yeah, and what happened was they had one in one of the toilets. <laughs> and were you like this? So this when we it. were done, is it a little it. sexual? It's a little sexual. No, yeah. 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 Nah, a little bit, a little bit. No, yes, you think it so? is? And it's in, in, in the but best after you way. you made a brown. It's it's pretty great. It is great, man. Yeah. Here's the thing. You feel like now that we have them in our house, when I travel, you feel like a How savage. Do you do? You're you like a savage. I was just telling you. It's Adam like mashing it. No, Adam Carolla said it's like yeah. trying to use a paper towel to get peanut butter out of a carpet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what am I doing? What am I doing? I've traveled with the um, <laughs> the wipes. That's the worst. The, uh, the wipe. Yeah, the, the wipes. Flushable wipes. Flushable, flushable wipes. wipes. Yeah. I've done it a few times on the road just just to have a little bit of a yeah, sense of just that. Just to change it up. It's not but there is nothing like that. The bidet. The bidet. No. I mean, it well, is our good. thing is like if nice hotels would start to With just have Japanese that application. Japanese application. You don't have to use it if you don't want to, but I think people start to get curious about it. They'll start to do it three, four day stay, and then they'll be like, "Why don't I have I'm, this?" I'm That's bidet, what us. I'm bidet curious, and I'm, I think we're all on a spectrum <laughs> here. But I am bidet curious. <laughs> well, you guys want to take a shit out. before you leave? I might. I already. Took I might one. not take all a right. shit. I took one already, but maybe I'll take a little I wash. Took a gray one this morning. I took a gray. To, I mean, not gray. Can I? Oh, can oh. I just get your asshole Great. clean for you, real yeah, quick? Yeah, I would do that. Sometimes I just do that. If I just want to freshen up, I'll just freshen up a little bit. Before a set, you're like, I just need to, I want to feel Sometimes. clean up there. I said pre-sex. I did no, it. No, 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 not pre-sex. Pre-set. I, I did pre-sets. it when I got, I, when I, I flew home yesterday, and when I got here, <laughs> it's like 10 minutes later, I was like, I'm just going to take like yeah. a quick rinse. It's so <laughs> just, great. Yeah. And does Tom let you perform anal on him? <laughs> All day, <laughs> every day. Can you imagine? I beg for it. You beg for it. I'm so afraid of that So you have to obviously clean out that. Let me, your wives do your butt stuff? No. No, no I don't love that. That to me isn't, uh, it's not, if it were something I loved, I'd yeah. be like, what can we do How to make this happen? But that. it's not something that I crave. So, yeah. I mean, for people who it's somebody you crave, you, that you definitely have to find someone who's like cool pushing the button. Sure. I'm on sure. my hands and knees every day. <laughs> so just begging. Just like, Stop. get in there. She, Christina, um, mocks me, thinks that I'm ridiculous for, how much I enjoy my bodily functions. Yeah. Um, I was, yep. I, by the way, I am a little bit on his side because, like, if you do... A good sneeze. A good sneeze. Oh, my God. Tell me. A, by the way, a good, a good sneeze, like, not in cold season. So you're not yeah. in the throes of a cold. It's no, no. just a clearing the decks. <laughs> feels I, feels orgasmic. One, okay, so great. I'm, the one who goes, I'm the one who goes down to this end. I'm the one who goes downstairs and does everything in the morning for my family. And part of the... I get... Two, I get two, three positive things out of it, okay? So I let my wife sleep. 
wake up in the morning, we both, I meditate. Okay, I have I to like, like do like mm-hmm. 22 minutes. At six in the morning, I go back to sleep for 20 minutes. Best, deepest sleep ever is right after I get up and meditate. The next 23 minutes, 6.45, wake up, take breakfast orders, go downstairs, turn off the alarm, let get the dog food ready, all that stuff. I put on the record of my choice. Mm. Okay, We have a record player that plays in the in the kitchen where everybody is. And oh, I'm like, I'm going to put on what I fucking want. This is what daddy wants to listen to. If I want to listen to, uh, uh, if I want to listen to Pinkerton Weezer album. Yeah. There's a song about lesbians on it. <laughs> you know, all of it. We're getting into all of it. I'm going to, if I tribe call quest, if I want this, I'm going to put it on. It's my record. So that's what I get. I get that. The other thing I get to do is when I'm downstairs alone and everyone's upstairs and the music's playing, I fucking fart. So I literally <laughs> yeah. let it rip. It is Rip like, City. it is literally what the book Trumpet of the Swans was written about. <laughs> I am like ripping so hard all over the house and it's like getting out every little bubble that was in my stomach yeah. and I'm not around anybody yeah. and the music's good. blasting and I, it feels so good. And then I have coffee yeah. and then that's what- And then clean, your brown comes. That, yeah. That's what cleans me out. Take, coffee, the browns, take the browns to the Super Bowl. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coffee is- like it's the second gift it gives you is it literally cleans your ass. It does. Every day we say this on stage. Every day is like the last 15 minutes of the, like an episode of hoarders. We're like, get it all out. Get Get it it all on the lawn. Get the rabbits out of the wall. (laughs) Matt Paxson is coming. I like drinking coffee. (laughs) I like drinking coffee so much that sometimes It'll be mid, you know, later in late afternoon. And it and won't keep like, you up? No, I'm like, I, oh, I, go, I keep going. Day. I go, I, I've been having bad, bad shits today. Yeah. And she'll be like, how much coffee you had? And I'll be like, nah, like six cups. And she's like, yeah, dude, that's yeah. why. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't think about it. <laughs> oh, my God. What, we were showering together thing. at our old house. And he peed, and it smelled like, and it someone coffee. had dumped an entire craft of coffee. Coffee, yes. And I was yes. like, "Geez, do you even drink water? Because you pee brown <laughs> liquid. You're it's made so of coffee. Yeah. yeah, all you have is coffee inside your veins. Yeah, yeah, so like, I'm gnarly. sorry. Was that a Sumatran blend? <laughs> well, I didn't look. I have a red. Is that a golden shower or a brown uh, shower? But she, so she gross. was like, "Oh, you enjoy your body functions." See, look, somebody wrote, "Hi, sneezing and coming is At the, the b- same I was, time." I was fucking this girl doggy style, and I was about to pull out, and not Jesus, he's really. I know. I mean, this is. I start to sneeze. It felt like time had stopped. I closed my eyes and everything went quiet for a second while I sneezed and came on her ass. At the moment, I remember Tom mentioning that he feels high after he sneezes. Well, imagine the feeling you get from doing both at the same time. What would you call this amaze experience? Um, What would I call that? Yeah, I don't know. I would call that the... uh it's oh, like, like the moment in the Matrix when you can bend backwards <laughs> and the bullet goes yeah. over your face. Yeah. I, here's the thing, though. Just list, reading his his uh, message, I I don't want to experience that one. No. I like I, sneezing. I, I, I like orgasm. I think he's a. I, I you kind of think he's an asshole, right? I think the phrase is. I don't. Th- I don't think it's possible. So I, I, think I, I call I bullshit phrase, on this. I have this. a phrase for yeah. it. Yeah. Ejaculation. Hey. <laughs> that is totally. I think you're right, bro. Ejaculation. Yeah. Is a little bit. Sneezing all over a woman's back, and I bet he made her clean it up. Yeah. 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 Real like, you go get the towel and real asshole. Jesus you go get the towel. On, man. I'm gonna lay down here. Uh, have you guys ever burped and farted at the same time? No, I don't think I've ever burped. And- uh, I probably have. That's it, it, anything coming out of you. I'm like, if there's something inside of you that's got to get out of you, get it out. That's why I tell my daughters. My yeah. daughters will fart all the time, and I'm like, go. just just say go, excuse girl. me, just say yeah, excuse yeah. me, and that's cool. I'm like, what about I, this? You think you can get this out of you? Oh God. <laughs> Oh, what that? Oh. Th- I don't sure. want to say those. Oh God! I don't want to say so those nipples are long. <laughs> this is all fucked up. This is my dad. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Those li- those nipples Sounds are like those it. nipples are longer than a Francis Ford Coppola film. Yeah, <laughs> this was um, and half is artistic. Fault. Let's see. Yeah. 
That's how my dad talks, by the way. Are you thirsty? Are you thirsty? Mm-hmm. I want to breastfeed you mm-hmm. here on these big nips. Yep. And watch how you suck me dry. Yeah. He's, of course he's German. Of course, yeah, of course. Is he a Nazi? Of course he's German. Oh, I like the oh, nipples. Uh, I, I, like to, I got to put them into a man oh, bra. The problem is, and this is what I feel bad for this guy, he can never wear a t-shirt. No. Oh. <laughs> Think about but, this guy in a t-shirt. Because it works in this context. If he's naked standing over you asking you to suck his nipples... Fine, like yeah. then all, it's appropriate. We're all buying it. I'm not saying that there's something but inappropriate about it. This but guy's got to wear a sweatshirt no, every day. This Ooh. guy at like In and Out Burger with a t- it's like got to wear like, a much, blazer. How much do you have to torture your nipples to get? Them I was just gonna that ask you thick? that. Do you think this is nature or genetic. nurture? I think oh. you think, oh. think so. Yeah, I don't think he's. Yeah. Here's what I think it is. This is my theory. Okay, I think they were a little longer than a regular nipple, but yeah. like slightly. And he definitely tied weights to it. He's like, yeah. this is now how people know me. So I gotta. I'm that. Guy. He's literally drooping it and, and the drawing identity it. thing. He's yeah. drawing it's it. Like my son it's doesn't want to wear pants to school. I'm like, why don't you ever want to wear pants? He's like, people know me as the guy who wears shorts to school. And I'm like, like that's, that's not, not how people, how people know, you. know you. <laughs> if you had nipples like that, I'd be like, that's, that's how, how people, people know you. I, there's nothing I can do with that. This is sort of like we were talking about, <laughs> yeah. like, if you were really into anal, you got to find someone that, you know, the, I feel bad. I honestly feel bad for this guy because that, like, what if this guy's just like really into prog rock? Yeah, or, like, or just like, hey man, I'm, I'm in, a, I'm in a, scra- I'm on a Scrabble team. Like you're yeah. never gonna know that about this guy because <laughs> no. it's literally he's all always got to lead with this. Uh, he's yeah, that, be, and he's gonna be story, like Burt yeah. Kreischer, just shirtless everywhere. And you're <laughs> like, man, we always see your nips. It's, it's gross. <laughs> Come on, machine. God. Come on. <sighs> That's. <laughs> Such a distinct uh, sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So gross, man. <laughs> I like that he leads though with thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, that phrase has been said by more than one Nazi. <laughs> Are you thirsty? That's like a line from Would Schindler's like List Hitler? and Hogan's Heroes. Would you uh, like some for milk? <laughs> all, I've been cooking it up all day. All for you. He's giving you those, those Would you thick like, nips. <laughs> Would you like a little more? Milk in your coffee, Tom Segura. <laughs> yes, yes. I can put all it for all, you. For you. all for you. Would you like two lumps of one? <laughs> Just seven's cup. I want to. <laughs> I, want to I would like to breastfeed. Watch. My favorite thing is when I sneeze and milk squirts out. Is he like, into that or is he just like taking on, like he knows there's a section of society that's into oh, that he's oversized. He's, he's into it. it. He's into yeah, it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this might be yeah. like the head of the organization. <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah. Can't fake that. We're yeah. listening to our, our friends who we just had on. A li- I love doing the live podcast too. So we did a live Dumb People Town in Brooklyn at the Bell House. So fun. Oh, snap. I've done that one. You love the Bell House. Great. Great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So our friends uh, Christina Hutchinson and Corinne Fisher from Guys We Fucked, great podcast, very popular podcast, uh, very popular, and they're this fascinating stuff. I always learn like great shit when I'm listening to their podcast. So there's a woman who her sexual proclivity or her thing that she does, it's is, other people's thing. It's other people's thing is that she. All right, you okay? Is Claudia coming today? <laughs> I don't know. Am I retarded? Hey, you can't say that. Hey. 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 Come on, man. Come on. What are you doing? Well, next thing you know, you're going to make fun of uh, Louisiana. Folks. Uh, <laughs> you can't say that. can't say that. So uh, That'll be so retarded. Okay. Don't so, say that. I, hey. Come on. Come so on. She, was, she was telling me about a person who people will call, guys will call her up That's on the that. phone. Sorry. Call her up on the phone and she will say hello and then ignore them and they will pay 
thousands of dollars for like an hour of a person. She's like, I'll put the phone on speaker or I'll put it down and I'll go around and just do all my housework for the day. Oh, and for great. an hour, the dude wants to be ignored. Like that's how he sexually gets off. And these are like wow. executives and whatnot. I was like, so they, how do, do I get in on easy that? Easy money. That's great action. I want to be that that. unbelievable money. That's so great. The, don't do that. You could do that with a new baby. I would do that with a new baby. Dude, I would do. I would fart. Uh, we're talking about this. That's an <laughs> yeah. easy gig too. Fart on people or fart on cakes. Fart on cake cakes. Farting is fart a, cake farting people. is a big thing. Easy peasy, dude. I'm just saying, like, to ignore someone to like. That ignoring money. is that just unbelievable? Easy money. How do we yeah. get found money? That's yeah. fun. Okay, well, that was an exercise of futility. You can make these videos for sure. Yeah, this is what I could do. I could have a subscription-based yeah. following. That yeah. is <laughs> for stuff oh, I'm already interested. It's the in. end of Benny. It's like a Benny Hill episode. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it strikes me as funny that her walls wouldn't be finished. <laughs> She's in a she shed. Would, She's just farting in a shed. She would just have an unfinished wall there. Well, that's shedfarts.com. So it's all about. <laughs> you got to drywall that shit. You know what? I really like my girls yeah. in pajama bottoms farting with a drywall. Behind me. Yeah, wait, so specific. I can't do I'm it. I'm curious now about. at the ignore thing. It's yeah. fascinating. Unbelievable. So wait. Does the guy the whole time, is he like, hello? Yeah, hello. Yes, I want to, and just talking and like saying, so anyway, so I did this today and I did that. Isn't that cool? No, I didn't respond. And then I went and did that. And then Does I she have it. to tease with a little bit? She like, says, I hear you. She says, hello. Nope. And that's it? She says, hello. And then ignore. Says, yeah. So it's so-and-so, so-and-so. Uh, how are you doing? <laughs> Uh, guys I, are so dumb. Isn't that great? Guys though? are so Isn't that dumb. So dumb. Like it's there's a dude willing dumb, to pay for but that. But also, like just, a woman would never pay for that. Are you kidding way. me, dude? Women would never. A woman women would never have to deal with that on a regular women basis. Women aren't <laughs> masturbating in front of strangers and I, fucking doing any of this weird shit. Harvey Weinsteining people. It's and, so great. You guys, it's so great. Uh, it's all nonsense. Do you know what you're having? Do you know you're having? Oh, it's a boy. Yeah. You have a boy, so you have two boys. Yeah. and he's one and one, and I have two girls. So like, I'm trying to like figure it, which is crazy because it was just. Us, so we grew up in a male dominated house. Yeah. Where were you? I'm the only child. Only child. So, so girl dominated house. You yeah. Well, yeah. A lot of time alone. Yeah. You want to know how to raise your girl uh, to be proofed against douchebags? Mm-hmm. Raise her mean. Just a little ah, bit of mean. Just a little mean. Just a little bit of cunty. My younger you know daughter what I'm saying? is because because douchebags back away from that. Douchebags, it's repellent to that kind of. That's cool. Here's I the like thing: that. My, wear your glasses indoors in the supermarket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Block out people. Yeah, it gets them out. Yeah. <laughs> my older daughter, <laughs> he's laughing because he like. It's true. It. See, and like I got a good guy. You got a yeah. nice guy. Yeah. Who? Yes. He, who's like I can soften her. Yeah. But I definitely. That's right. Daily basis. That's right. He's like I got this. That's what. I the, can take the edges the, and round them the up first a little bit. And he does. Was when I when and she was, she, I was like, she's kind of she an gave asshole. you shit. She and, gave uh, you shit. Yeah, and she was like, she wasn't like because I would hate going on dates where it was. Uh, she was just like. Like too pleasant, or like just no opinion We're or, so or point up, of view on anything. You guys are fucked up, but you guys communicate so much. Are you yeah. afraid now that he's like losing weight and getting no. really good lo- and getting good looking no. and now super famous? Oh and God. like, what's going to happen? Yes, like, is, yes, are you afraid yes. that he's going to get on the road? And like, yes. there are definitely women who come up to him after the shows and they're like, let's uh, let's go. Let's right take now. this to the bones. Show you my titties. Let's go. Right and he's like, how do I handle it, Tom? What I, do I say to you? What do you say to me? I don't remember. I always tell I always tell him like that. I'm like, babe, think of your family. Oh yes, I love think you. of your family. I'll take half your shit. Yeah, um, I just half your shit is a little too threatening. It's pretty, but threatening. that's no, but her. But what that's what I'll do. Yeah, it is what she'll yeah, do. You it's also fun. know he has a conscience. You'd be like, we love you. 
Yeah, that's what yeah. that's we love you. You just teammate. quickly fire off a picture of you and your son all the time, yes, all yeah. the time. She's like, just We're like, at home right now, loving you, having fun with your hookers, thinking about thinking about you. <laughs> We're thinking about you. We just had a whole conversation about how much we miss you, Daddy. And I send videos of Ellis being like, "We miss you, Daddy." Get away from hookers, nice Daddy. Father was in his life. I don't think yeah. it's hookers, though. I really don't think it's hookers. no. It's like comedy sluts, right? Audience members, no comedy sluts. There are no. Com- can, I, can I say this? Not, Dude, not dudes love me and Randy. Like, it, yeah. if we wanted to have sex with like bearded dudes, if like wanted, we'd, oh. we'd be <laughs> on I wanted, fire. If I wanted sex, no woman with comes a up serious to woke no white woman. dude from Portland, <laughs> I'm I'm in. <laughs> a seriously dude. woke white dude from Portland who, I, who, who, who owns a tattoo parlor, but he's like opening up a line of teas. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ser- I'm makes serious. His own beer. I get hit on by a woman <laughs> doing stand up once. Every six years By a woman doing stand-up? No, no, like from after a, show, no. after a show Once every six years And it's Christina Yes yeah. <laughs> It zero happens uh, It is know, all guys There are moments It's all dudes It's Not only is it all guys A lot of times There'll be a guy With um, an attractive woman Who will stay away And go <laughs> It's his birthday So I agreed to bring, bring him And I'm like You don't want to meet or anything? Nope. And she's nope. like Absolutely nope. not No nope. nope. Like no. Yeah, your away. audience tends to be more male. Yeah. That's what or, it is. Yeah, That's the guys same like for us. You. Now there are comics who are know, in our audience. position yeah. who but they're here's the thing. They're putting that energy out yeah. there and the set is actually about how about you get yeah. late. Getting late. So yeah. it's like I love this and I'll you yes. know, like And they and, get approached and they'll get a certain like I'll slap yeah. a bitch around and then suddenly people are like, You can slap me after the show. Yeah. You're like, and what? I've seen my no. friends no. who are trying to get laid. Yeah. And you then you start it's even Direct and indirectly in the set, it's like almost like under. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's there's a layer of it. Uh, you guys are talking. If, wait, wait. if you're say I'm a si- okay, if you're on stage and you're like I'm a single guy, I'm single. Da, da, da. So now you sit, now you've just put yeah, it out yeah. there. Yes. Then later in the set, if you tell a story about how you did something nice, like you're like yeah. I'm oh, a nice God. guy. I'm not one of those guys who does. Yeah. I did that. Those two dots exist in your set and you drew a line between them and you just need someone to like yeah. and then also the if, yeah. the, if yeah. that guy Farting makes it where he's shit. not trying to he's not trying to get laid in other words he doesn't make it too blatant that's that right my mission I, I wish I could meet or like I, I wish someone would just like if, if they're like kind of carefree about yep. it yep then it starts to, to you bring guys were talking about on your show about just calling regular people sluts. <laughs> yeah. You do it all the time. Yeah. Like an old, yeah. like an 85-year-old <laughs> woman. All the time. Just like literally in a walker. All the time. Look at this slut. slut. That, that concept to me, I heard it and I laughed about it. And then I saw somebody, uh, <laughs> like a little baby. I'm like, look at that slut. Yeah, it's fun, right? It, it may, it's so inappropriate, but it yeah. made me laugh so It's a hard. joyful experience. Yeah. It is yeah. ridiculous. The fact that you guys can do it. It together yeah, with right. each other. It's I mean, it's yeah. like you, bits. you slut you shame. We you, slut shame people. But that's all the bits. I am, are not sluts. I am an anti slut shaming person who thinks that joke is hysterical. Thank yeah. you. Well, that, Hi, I'm Peyton Lafferty, and I'm a ball hog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's our. Oh wait, by the way, speaking of ball hogs. Yeah. Okay, so she's guys, a slut for sure. You guys tweeted a little bit from the about the Oscars last night, and I will say this: but like post Oscar stuff. Here's here's the the headline. Jimmy Kimmel did a great job. He handled yeah. it in a very. He had a lot of sensitive shit that he was handling, and he was actually really funny, funny yeah. really funny about it. Kumail was hilarious. What did he do? He presented. He presented, presented, and then he was in this video of like sort of like the next wave of filmmakers and people. And he's, he even mentioned something that his wife 
who who wrote the movie with him, Emily Gordon, said that, that she wants to start a website. It got enormous laughs. It was so funny. She's like, like, I want to start a website of like Muslims doing fun things, like a Muslim oh, eat, eating cool. ice cream or riding roller coasters. Hilarious. I laugh so it's yeah. hysterical. Cool. She's like, I see it all the time with you, and I want the rest of the world to see it. It came from such a beautiful and real place, yeah. and it was hilarious. And he was just really funny, and he was really funny in his whole thing. He's like, I changed my name to Kamil Nanjiani. In Pakistan, my name was Chris Pine. Ah. <laughs> and this guy's an actor, and I had to change my name. I imagine my embarrassment. Funny. He was yeah. really funny. And Tiffany Haddish and Maya Rudolph, I'm like, they did a bit that was so like a bit that we would like, or oh, they, you guys would do. That their just interaction with each other was so specific and funny and it was literally just between the two of them and everyone was dying and I was like that was that was fucking great the crazy thing is obviously we're in the me too moment of all moments Kobe Bryant goes up there and gets an Oscar for this best short film for like the love of what is it love of basketball or something basketball made me do whatever he wrote a movie and letter to basketball yeah love letter to basketball like and got applause and people were like, doesn't he look so great? Like we're all forgetting that he raped a woman in Eagle, Colorado. Like yeah. fifteen, years, I guess fifteen years is a statue of limitation. That's the mark. That's it. That's it. He fucking raped a woman in Eagle, Colorado, and he was convicted or what happened? Yeah, he wasn't convicted, but like they settled. They settled, yeah. and they bought his wife a four million dollar ring to apologize. They're crazy, which is totally oh, that's legit. I remember that bit. Four yeah. million dollar. The ring. ring makes up for it. Right? I mean, but here's and, the thing, though, that's interesting about that because it's one fine. of the things that nobody likes to talk about during this movement is the. Um, uh, the sluts, the, the severity slut. and uh, severity sluts. and separation of degrees of crimes. People don't want to do that. He, so, in other words, they'll be like, you know, Harvey Weinstein, and then they'll be like, and then the guy that like leered at somebody, and you're like, that's not the same thing. No, but Kevin Spacey's terrible. Right. But further to that point, he actually falls in the category of the, the bad worst side, the yeah. worst kind. Right. So, so we're gonna just let that slide, well, and no one's gonna say anything. But he won championships. That- we annihilate yeah. dudes' lives, annihilate their lives, like the Kevin Spaceys yeah. and the, yeah, the Louis for Jack and deserves off. it. Des- but the guys yeah. who do deserve it, let's ruin fucking Kobe Beef's life. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. But the yeah. truth, let's the drag truth him of the matter the fucking, is, no one does. The truth of the matter is, you know when you're doing something wrong. Yeah. And I would say, in this day and age, like, by the way, you when you walk through an airport, and this is the way I feel about like guns and any of that shit. Yeah, your life is going to change. You walk through an airport. You either got to get TSA pre-checked or you take your fucking shoes off when you walk through. Why? Because right. one person got on one plane and had a shoe bomb. Yeah. And our life has changed. Yeah. You can no longer go to the gate and get your get and meet so someone dumb. at the gate and come back. That's right. That's the way life has changed. And you know what? We all fucking accept it. Right. Yeah. You know, if you're in this scenario now where like you can't use your power to make someone else feel like if you're in a powerful position and make a pass at someone and then make them feel uncomfortable and then make their life a living. If you're in a powerful position, you make a pass at someone, they say yes, and then you get married and then that's your life good on you <laughs> right there's your life that's fine but if you say i want to hang out with you and the person who's lower power position says no then you gotta stop you gotta stop, know, you you gotta stop. that's common sense I'm that's saying not if you like, don't stop and if you don't stop and you press the issue or you treat them poorly or you make their life a living hell no you didn't rape anybody but you made their life terrible like you have to step away and you have to know that you're going to get shit and in this movement you right should now get shit fair or not yeah. in this movement right now and the way things are right now you can't get away with that shit. Yeah, so, yeah. like, you have to understand the mood. I'm not saying, like, you think I want to go, I want to go to the airport and just walk right through the thing and that's it. And But no, we have to all accept yeah, that right. it's going to take an extra 30 minutes. And for people who travel like us all the time, it fucking it sucks. It sucks, man. But and that's what it is and you have to accept it and that's the way yeah, it goes. Yeah. It's the way same it way goes. I feel about, same way I feel about guns. I'm like, look, 
can't like ban them. We can't have them, and everybody's got to be cool with that. And this is the issue, and that's what it is. Well, and I'll say this before, uh, as we move on. In Kobe Bryant's defense, they settled, and he's really good at basketball. That's true. So, he's kind of insane at basketball. Well, and Woody Allen too. He's good at basketball. Uh, he's too. Not a long time. He's not as good at basketball, he's but he's. It took a long time for people to even. Like, it's amazing how long it takes for someone to be like. Yeah, no, I think he is kind of shitty now. Yeah, he's like, been shitty for uh, how long? There's no Stoogie. new news. Go and back he puts and watch it in the movie. Go watch Manhattan again. It's yeah. all him like hitting on a 17 year old Mariel Hemingway girl who she said it happened while they were filming the movie. But and he married like, his stepdaughter. I mean, bro, that is bro. that's the ultimate. Like, like that really? Is, I'm like, okay, you that's can, not even legal. But by the way, Thanksgiving this is already I, awkward. But this is what I would say: you can do this. Go for it. If this is really what you want to do and you're in love with this person, you want to do it, do it. But now accept the backlash because yeah. there will be a fucking backlash. You, you can't. But there wasn't. He made like 12 films after he did that. Just moved to France. Yeah, there was like really that other pervert. And the other thing, yeah, with Polanski. Yeah, The Polanski one that made me so upset was uh, when he had a 10-year-old girl over and dude, had her get completely yeah. naked. I have, I have fucked, a 10-year-old girl. He fucked. She was 13. But he fucked. But he had 10-year-olds and took oh. pictures of them naked. Oh. So All right. Like well, but that. he fucked a 13-year-old. Yeah. Which in... Like there's uh, my daughter no, is twelve right now. There's no you would never be like, you know, it was a while ago. Uh, no, there's no. You it had was it, a while ago. Dude. Yeah, but for, but everybody in Hollywood that worked with that guy was like, they would yell at you for bringing up. Yeah, that and it's like it was a and, different and it, time, and it's like now they're like, oh, that no, was the, those are the are. those are the him two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's we, what we're starting with our with our movie work. We're starting we're the Me Poo movement yeah. with the hashtag Me Poo. Me Poo. It's Me <laughs> Poo. Um, it's fascinating. Let's see where it all ends up. All right, we have to it's we have to get going here in a moment, but let's um, give the 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 full rundown of like the podcasts. And the movie and everything. So plug up. All right. Yeah. So uh, we have a podcast of which you are going to do. It's called I will. Dumb People Town. Yana. Yeah. You're going to do it. So Dumb People Town, <laughs> you did it and it was really funny. I highly, the fact that you just out of nowhere started doing that Southern lawyer. I did Yana on there. Ronald T. Yana. Justice. Yeah. Because yeah, we Ron had like Mark. a legal. Yeah. <laughs> Ronald T. Justice. <laughs> Ronald T. Justice. Yeah. Injustices. Y'all, injustices unju- anywhere. Injustices have occurred. What does that say on that wall right there? Yeah. Unju- <laughs> right there. Injustice. Yeah. Brownlock. He As Dr. King on once said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's go back and listen to his episode. It's called Dumb the- People town and then we if you're a sports fan then uh we do view from the cheap seats every week talk about sports in in a way that is i would say funnier and fresher than what's out there so we do that and talk to great people on there uh the movie poop talk it's on uh, amazon itunes it's out now, it's VOD. Out now? VOD. Yeah. vod it was all in right. theaters for a week and now it's all itunes and amazon, amazon and VOD. so that's yeah. exciting and then we'll watch it i'm excited please, I'm really i and it. i'm heartbroken that we didn't have you in it no. and well, i do think I mean, that was a function of how quickly we had to like just try and pull whatever. it off it was wrong it was, it was wrong. bad I'll it's a, it, we'll take the heat it. for it we will put you in the twin document oh, that's what we were gunning for and then we have this uh audiobook coming audiobook, out audiobook scars and stripes with the album coming out april 5th on audible and then it's our special on. finally we'll see the fucking light of day nice. on stars in i believe may that's a big deal man because yeah. for a special to like to have it and not be seen it's so frustrating you worked yeah. three year two two and a half years on the material where'd you shoot this one chicago chicago at lincoln hall which was awesome nice lincoln yeah. hall great chicago such a great great town. town great because chicago has smart people but they're also like regular open folk. and regular yeah. people and they don't care right like, they don't have the hang-ups quite no. yeah, like LA. The, yeah yeah it's no, kind of no. nice that that's a great 
space. We so love we, that. So that's probably in May, and that's called Hipster Ghosts. Hipster awesome. Ghosts. That's awesome. Um, they are the Sklar Brothers. Check out their podcast. Check out Poop Talk. And definitely check out the new special um, when it comes out on Stars and Stripes. Stars. Stars. Sklar's Network. <laughs> and Audible. Check out the audio doc on Audible. Audio. Sklar's and Stripes is April 5th and then the special. You're almost, oh, like I said, you're lazy. We are um, lazy. So lazy. Too. I actually want to work less. Can we please get into something that allows us to work <laughs> less? Anything else, Gene? Anything to mention? Um, no. Tickets at Christina P. Online for live dates. For live dates. TomSegura.com. Of course, uh, the... Uh, oh, and listen to That's Deep Bro. There you go. The Los Angeles, not Los Angeles shirt is out. The um, ball hog shirt is out for all you ball hogs. My name is Tarina uh, and I'm a ball hog. <laughs> ball hog. And, and uh, we also have, of course, the you know you, the whole store is there. Go to TomSegura.com, click on the store. And this song was made by Ben and John. It's the Tracy Kiss remix. Thanks, guys, for coming over today. We love you. No shit, bitch. Diz. Oh, it's all cold and it's just sitting around. Diz. 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 Dude, she's so fucking retarded for that. God damn it.